And welcome to RPG Digest. In this live stream format podcast, we discuss tabletop role-playing games and comment on the RPG hobby as a whole. I am John Maxley Auslow, your favorite, most cherished curmudgeon, critic, judge, executioner, burial, uh, a cleaner, etc., etc. I take care of the problems for you after I cause them. And along with me, and he doesn't cause as many problems for some reason, is the more reasonable, centered, hungover, red heathen dog Grissomer? How's that headache? Should I scream louder? No, be 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 quiet. Okay, sorry, sorry about that. I did I didn't mean to. <laughs> so, uh, so you've had an interesting week. I heard you had a lovely vacation with no no problems, no conflicts, no issues at all. It was just nothing but relaxation. Right up until I got home. <laughs> everything was great right up until i got home no i'm serious everything was great uh the, the flight was delayed about a half hour but we weren't in the plane so didn't matter <laughs> um hey shadow and son how you doing but uh vegas was great uh the weather was amazing it was in mid to upper 70s all all the time we were there it's awesome um let's see uh did a helicopter ride over the Grand Canyon, which was again, I thought it was gonna be gimmicky and and a little little dumb. It was freaking awesome. It was great. We actually flew in the canyon and like followed the river. It was like a video game. There's a river in there? Colorado I River. All, yeah. I thought it all dried up. No. No. Environmentalist told me there's no Colorado River anymore. Well, there it there was a river there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what people are telling you, but I saw it. And uh, let's see. And th there was a whole bunch of stuff on the way there and on the way back that we saw as well. That was just as cool as a Grand Canyon. Like uh, there, uh, there were mines that were abandoned mines, but they mined. Uh, what was it? Uh, Guano and silver. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. Um, iron. Uh, copper, manganese, uh, magnesium, and all the runoff they didn't care about because it was a desert but it painted everything, all the different colors, you know, red because oxidized uh, um, iron metals, and yeah. green because of oxidized copper and blue and, and yellow and from all the, you know, magnesium, manganese, cobalt, whatever, stuff like that. It was great. It's cool looking. It's awesome. Did you do a, did you do a fly by area 51 out there? <laughs> no, no, we, 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 we did fly by the Hoover Dam though. And I'm telling you, it does not look as impressive from 3000 feet that it, <laughs> it does when you're on it. It just looks like, oh, yeah, that there's a dam. You don't get a sense of the scale when you're high up. 
Crafty still has a hangover from Friday. Well, I'm sorry. Why is man. everybody hungover? Did I miss a holiday or something? Everybody's been drinking. What the hell? Yeah, I I made a mistake. I bought a rum called the Kraken. That was that was bad. Shouldn't do, shouldn't have done it. That was a mistake. Do not drink the Kraken. It drinks you. <laughs> Soviet Russia Kraken drinks you. Exactly. We we had first class tickets there and back. Um. We so you got uh, extra we peanuts. A... That's that's all first class is on a domestic flight. A little no. bit bigger seat. No, no. We had uh we had meals. We had complimentary meals. We had uh complimentary drinks, as many as you wanted. Alcoholic, non-alcoholic, didn't matter. Um, yeah, we had peanuts, but we also had um granola bars and. Yeah, no, I mean I, I flown and... like I fly a lot first class in the states just because it's like what seventy five dollars more and. You get treated like human being. I get a bare seat. That's all I care about. I'm yeah. not even a big guy. I just like space. I don't like people next to me. So, uh, but yeah, I'm always like, wow, I paid 75 extra dollars for some peanuts. Woo woo. <laughs> That's not how it was on the, on the Delta flight. Uh, I think it's flights that are, that are over three hours. They serve meals to first class. So I had braised beef and gallop potatoes and a dessert of some kind i forget on the way there and on the way back i had a an impossible burger Uh oh how was it it wasn't bad i mean it obviously wasn't meat it didn't fool me but it tasted fine it was well seasoned okay i have not tried one yet because you know what i believe in full-fledged cow i get it i get it i I never tried one either so i figure hey might as well so, yeah, I've been okay. hearing this a lot over the last two days. Um, apparently, Crafty had some fun on what became the Friday chill stream. Um, so, uh, yeah, I have not had a chance. I popped in for a couple of minutes, but I was beat. So I didn't stay long. Mm. But, I mean, I wasn't on the stream. I was just in chat. But uh, Yeah, I, I didn't realize how early I was going to have to get up on Saturday. I'm glad I did, too. But uh, so, so you got the you had a good time, yep. but you came home, came home and uh lost three hours like i i we got on the plane at noon and we got back at like seven (laughs) my body did not like that at all and uh i drove to my to my cousin's house because he's closer to the airport and then he drove us both to the airport to the long-term parking whatever and uh when i got there one of my tire lights came on for inflation so i i inflated it and when I got back, I checked it before I left to make sure it doesn't have a hole in it. It was just every once in a while, tires do go flat a little bit. And it was fine. So I'm like, okay, great. Well, what I had done was I put my bag behind the car while I was checking the tire. And when I was done checking the tire, I completely forgot about my bag. And then I pulled out, ran over my bag, tore it up. I got my mom a, a big, huge uh, uh, Las Vegas mug. Cost 20 bucks smashed just pieces now it's a mantelpiece. what's that <laughs> glue it to, glue it together it's no, not a mantel no, no, piece no. with a story it, behind it like oh it's a little break here a little break there no it was pulverized it was absolutely pulverized by the tire and uh tore up my bag from underneath the car i don't know what it hit but it hit a lot of shit <laughs> it just tore it up it was it was not good luckily i didn't lose you know i didn't break any charging cables or um the uh, toothpaste and stuff were all on the one side in the side pocket so i didn't run it i ran straight over i didn't run it over in the side so yeah that sucked 
but you know, I got home. That's fine. And then uh, my wife got home last night. She, uh, she and my son went to New York instead. And uh, her plane was delayed. She was already going to get in at midnight. I said, you get an Uber. I'm not, I'm not going to report <laughs> at midnight. You're crazy. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. That's not happening. Her plane was delayed two hours. She had, she had Delta on the way there, which had no problems. Spirit on the way back. Should never have booked that flight. I knew it in my heart. Never should have gone to the Boy Scout. <laughs> Basically, yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, it cost her $156 to check a bag or to carry on their bag. They had backpacks. It's the, Spirit still charges you carry on a backpack. So she, she decided because it was stupid early in the morning and she wasn't thinking right, she checked it. When they got to the airport at 2.30 in the morning, the bags never appeared. Nobody's bags appeared. There was 100 people waiting for their bags and never came. And then uh, she came home. I was already asleep. She came home and th this morning she told me what happened. So I called up Spirit and they said, oh, you have to uh, you have to open up a ticket within four hours for domestic flights. It was 2.30 in the morning. No one was there. It was literally closed. All There was no spirit representative at all. So I'm on hold for literally an hour and 10 minutes. And they said, oh, we can't help you. You got to call us other number. Why isn't this other number on your website? Uh, fuck you, basically was the answer. So uh, I call the other number on hold for another 40 minutes. Say, we, we can't verify that your bag's anywhere. We'll have to get back to you. So my wife is uh, going to buy chargers for her phone right now. She said she's a target <laughs> getting a charger for her phone because that's where it was. So never, ever check a backpack. It's stupid. But she did it. And they're gone. Where are they? I don't know. Don't know. Uh, somebody's got some Christmas gifts this year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Clothes. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Some people are desperate. Inflation. <laughs> Fair. Yep. Oh, yeah, my so God. spirit, spirit screws over. Oh, what about your week? Crafty says <laughs> everyone flies spirit, fly spirit once. once. <laughs> I, fl I flew Aeroflow. Cracking once. Once. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the thing about the Aeroflow flight is I looked outside and like the wing. I still remember this vividly. Like half the rivets were missing on the wing. And the other half were rusted. Like, uh, like, nope, not even going to look, look at that. that. No, no. Um, uh, my, my week started off being me. Uh, work is now starting to expect me to actually work. The thing is, is I can't do what they want. So, you know, it's one of those things where uh, so many politics in the government, you know, I mean, it's government, I guess, but, you know, that I didn't have to deal with in the past. Everybody doing the whole not my job thing because it's the Air Force. Um, but yeah, so trying to get through that. But uh, yeah, so I don't know if you've heard, but I've been looking at my lawn going, I've got this, I got these patches in my lawn. I, first of all, so in December I had, uh, you might've heard, but I had that storm that came through and it kind of took the top of my tree off and I had to have a truck come in here and, you know, take, you know, uh, half tore that tree apart, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, tore up the lawn, put these, uh, these ruts in the lawn. I mean, it's Alabama land. So, I mean, when the land is soft, it's like swamp soft. When the sun comes out, it's like, pavement like there's no in between it's like mm. uh um 
So what I decided I was going to do is like, I wanted to fill in those ruts. So I just figured, you know, I've done this before. I was younger, but I did it before. I'll just either cultivate it or till it and just hit those areas where the ruts are. Plus, you know, turn up some of that, whatever. And then I have some of these patchy areas because just it's just bad land. Um, around certain trees i still have three trees in my yard and around all those trees and some other areas like it's just just i'm not a lawn person i don't care but it can at least grow and be green that's all i'm asking right um so i tried working that and it wasn't the cultivating thing wasn't working at all because like i said it's like trying to cultivate pavement uh so i decided uh maybe i'll get a tiller i'll rent a tiller but i checked checked the land and the entire land is just tree roots so tiller is going to do nothing but kill my trees. Yep. So I'm like, God dang it. All right, fine. So uh, a bunch of people, including a couple people on our discord, like get some dirt, get some dirt, get some dirt, get some dirt. I'm like, yeah, I'm probably going to have to do that. Dirt or sand. And I was looking, do I want to do dirt or do I want to do sand? Now, I'm from Minnesota. When I go and get topsoil in Minnesota, it is dark, black, fluffy. No, this shit out here is gray clay. Yeah. Like when he dumped the dirt off, I was like, where'd you get that on the side of the train tracks? Like what the hell? But I ended up getting some dirt. So, so the next thing was I was talking to some people who do like their lawns at work. You know, again, I live in the South. So, you know, you're going to have some people who are like spend more time with their lawns than their kids. Right. And it's like, um, I'm thinking I need, you know, a, a little bit of dirt. Don't know exactly how much to get. Don't know where to go to for which company, blah, blah, blah. Ended up the, that I was initially going to go with the company is going to charge me twice as much as the one I went with. Um, so luckily I got talked out of that, but uh, oh man, you're going to need 20 cubic yards. Like it's a small lawn, but, but, uh, but dirt, dirt doesn't travel far, man. You're, you're going to need about 20 cubic yards for your, uh, your lawn. I was like, that seems like a lot. <laughs> I want 20 cubic yards of anything. Um, so I ignored them all and they're all like, oh, you're going to be screwed. You're just going to buy more dirt later. But I got eight cubic yards. I only needed like two. Ah. <laughs> so I have like a whole big pile of dirt in my backyard because all I wanted to do was just covering the ruts, put a little bit of dirt over, like around the tree area where some of that grassland is like, eh, and hit a couple of the patches. Yesterday, I'm, I'm getting, so yesterday morning, they dropped off the dirt and it was supposed to rain yesterday too. So I had this all planned. I'm like, yes, it's supposed to rain in the afternoon. In the morning time, I will fill in those ruts. I'll get them nice and packed and just you know, get some fertilizer and some seed on there. The rain will come down. I mean, this will be good, right? <laughs> it didn't rain. In fact, decided in the afternoon to do the exact opposite. All of a sudden, it's like 4,006 degrees. My dirt turned instantly gray. I'm serious. If you look at my backyard, it looks like ash. And I'm like, well, this isn't going to And I have this big pile of dirt. Like, I have at least, at least six, if not seven cubic yards left of the eight that I bought. I'm like, huh. Well, guess I'm spreading out some more dirt. <laughs> and what I ended up having to decide to do is I'm going to have to cover the whole backyard so this year my backyard is not going to be seeded it's going to be dirt all year and then next year i'm going to seed it um but already it's looking really good so i'm so i'm doing a hell of a lot more work than than i want to do because i should have been done my plan was to be done right now but assholes told me to get 20 cubic yards i only got eight and when i go to work on monday i'm gonna be cussing some people out like if i'd have got 20 you'd have been coming over here so i'd have, I'd have kidnapped a kid to make you come over here and and, and grab this dirt so yeah but uh so uh what about grading i'm using my rake as a grader it actually looks really good so uh i've i've done some of this when i was a kid my stepdad used to make me do this nonsense but but uh i think the thing that's got me the the two things that have me angry about this are i let people convince me to buy too much that supposedly know about lawns 
And I'm telling you, when they insist that 20, you need 20, that might not even be enough. Like, do you understand that I have a posted size yard or whatever? Um, and, and was when that dirt was dropped, I was like, what the hell? Like, where's my big fluffy top? So like, like I'm, I, I'm talking deep black. You could actually maybe even see a grub or two in there, even though you don't want them. But you know, like, like it's just farmer soil, man. That's what I'm used to. Now nah, this is like clay sand and some other stuff mixed in. I don't know. Like whatever. I, and uh, the problem with the sand, uh, I, I didn't want to do sand because we have flooding in this area. So, uh, yeah. And uh, I'm, ju I'm just going to tell everybody so I don't continue to read chat here. I'm not taking your yard advice. <laughs> I know what I'm Ever doing. Again. I, I'm not taking yard advice. Uh, uh, I know I, I do at this point. I know what I'm doing. It's just the size uh, portion of it. I don't care about my yard other than the grass grows and it's green. That's all I care. I am not going to go out there with clippers. I am not going to make nice, pretty lines. I am not going to have it as thick and lush or my feet can be and they're all bare. I just want the crap to grow. Not look like an alopecia yard, okay? That's, that's it. Uh, so everybody's little things like, you got to do this and you got to get grub food or, or uh, grub killer and then you have to get this. Killer. No, I don't care. I'm not doing any of that. None of it. I'm going to mow it. That's it. Or the <laughs> machine's going to mow it. Well, the machine only does the front yard, which I don't have any problems. Uh, so I have to do the backyard. Man, if you, if you took a top-down, and you can, you can go to Google Maps. If you took a top-down view of my backyard, it's a pain in the ass. And that's one of the reasons why uh, actually having all this dirt is being beneficial now, because I'm smoothing it out. But whoever did like the, the, uh, the cement like for the driveway, the driveway comes in, and then it's not straight. It has this angle on it, then it comes back toward the house. Then it goes up like this little thing that I think was supposed to be a patio. It's like, it's like this weird misshape and nonsense. So there's like no straight back and forth lines. Plus, I have two gazebos. I'm going to take one of them down. Um, so so uh, fire would be pretty. Well, it's not much grass there to be. Nothing would burn. If you're talking about the see one of them, I might just do that. I am going to build a fire pit in the backyard, though, because we have these uh, cobblestone rocks. Mm. So um, we want to get rid of those. I figured, ah, I can use those for a fire pit. So I'm going to make like a like a like you know an old uh, Abrahamic altar in my backyard where I can burn kids. Uh, so. <laughs> All right. Claudio, but, uh, remember, thank you very much. Oh, look at that. Cody Palmieri, thank you very much for becoming a YouTube member. We got to start doing stuff for our YouTube members. I think there's like a list of things we're supposed to do that we don't do, like AMAs or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so anyway, so it ended up being a lot more work. And now, like even this morning, I was out there for about two hours this morning. But uh, uh, again, it's, it's looking really nice. Like, uh, I don't know if it's surprising my wife that I know how to do this, but I worked as a landscaper for a short time. Plus, my stepdad make me, made me do a lot of this nonsense. And I learned both what to do and what not to do from him. Uh, <laughs> So it's it's turning out this it's flat like uh, uh it's the only thing that I have to worry about because of the weird weather here like it doesn't rain it's torrential downpours with tornadoes and then clear skies so I don't have any grass holding in the dirt so I need to see if it's going to pool and cause more problems or if it's just going to all blow away There we go that that's a lot of talk about uh you know uh, uh so i'm not gonna be and uh, so that because of this there's no chill stream next friday either because i know i'm still gonna be working on this wow oh, okay yeah let's get to the proclivities yeah let's 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 talk about fun stuff now i'm done talking about that nonsense so all right hey well what are what is rpg digest conversation about the hobby 
information you need, not what you want. And if you don't like what we have to say, come and join us in segment three. Always remember, if you want to have fun in your games, hashtag RPGame is about escapism, not representation. Oh, we're going to kind of talk a little bit about that in segment two today. Entertainment awesome. over activism and organic diversity from natural inclusion. I don't think what we're going to talk about is going to make you slap your camera. Could oh, be good. Wrong. But uh, it's, not, it's not that bad. But uh, yeah, somebody, somebody posted something that we could have talked about last stream, but I didn't see it in time. So we're going to talk about this stream. And if you want to check us out the website, I completely forgot to upload the videos to our website <laughs> this last week. So last week's videos were YouTube only, but we'll get them on, on the website. I'll do that today or tomorrow whenever I have time. And of course, you can follow us on Discord. Our Discord has been hopping with Heathen Dog gone and me doing everything except for thinking about gaming. Uh, Discord was still pretty active, so I really like that. Thank you very much for everybody who's posting on there. You can see all those uppercase, lowercase letters and numbers and other nonsense and or you can just type Discord in chat and it should pop up on the YouTube side. Unless it's been done recently. Um, there's, a there's a timer on it. Anyway, and then uh, Locals. You can follow us on Locals. I don't know why, because I don't use it the way I'm supposed to, but maybe at some point I will. Or you can buy our stuff on Redbubble. No sales this last week. No sales. Apparently everybody bought all their Christmas gear and got their refunds and then bought more Redbubble stuff there where didn't have any sales this last week, but... You know, as usual, I am wearing one of the shirts from Redbubble, and those are five designs there. We have 30 designs, 29, 30 designs total on there, including Heathen Dog's favorite. Players are the natural enemy. Natural enemy of a good story. That's right. Go. And you can watch our videos on Rumble, Odyssey, YouTube, Twitch, and if you want to donate to us, the best way to do it is through PayPal or Streamlabs. Hey, by the way, I finally figured out how to see the Streamlab stuff. I don't have it up right now, but uh, I, I know where to go now. It's been so long since, since I was in Streamlabs. Because, you know, I don't use OBS anymore. There's no reason to. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I was finally able to... So the guy that had the question last week, and he tipped us $5 as well. So that was nice. Thank you very much. Nice. Um, so I was able to finally find that and see it. But uh, PayPal and Streamlabs takes the least cut. Uh, you know, YouTube and, and uh, Twitch. Twitch takes 50%. So if you donate $5, we get 250 And that's before taxes and all that other mess. So don't don't donate through Twitch. YouTube takes 30%. And if you're using an iHippie, there's another 30% on top of that. Because yep. Apple, yeah, so. so Apple's got to have their their little yep. their little piece. So PayPal is by far the best way, even if I can't see it right away. Um, but I appreciate that. And of course, you know, Crafty's always, <laughs> always giving us, sneaking us money through PayPal. Baldahar did uh, like last week or the week before as well. So appreciate yep. that. Thank you. Oh, do you want to talk about uh, your failure to jump or no? Failure to jump and gunfire reborn. Oh, oh, right, right, right. Uh, we we beat normal a couple weeks ago, and now we're on elite difficulty. And we got to the final boss, and we got our asses handed to us. It was it was a it was a blowout. I'm just happy we got there, but it was an absolute blowout. We got we got ruined, but we've learned. And next time, next Thursday, damn it, we are gonna succeed. I swear it. On the line. Honor. No, who am I okay. kidding? We're, we're going to lose. We're going to lose badly. It's going to be horrible. <laughs> it's going to be a bloodbath. There's one thing in chat I want to point up here. Uh, so Travis says, I have rentals. Yards are full-time endeavor because no one takes as much care of them as they should. What do you mean should? It's green grass till we walked on. <laughs> like, like the, I don't know. Like My stepdad wanted like putting greens or something. I'm like, no. It's grass. It's a weed. You know, grass is just another type of weed, right? 
it grows out there. I just don't want it to look all patchy. Like I don't care if it's brown the entire year. As long as it's as long as it's there, not I mean, patchy. It's all the same. Yeah, it's all the I, same. I, it's fine. I literally don't care about my lawn other than the fact that uh, you know, I just I don't like the patches because none of my neighbors have the patches and they don't really take care of their lawns either. They have high school kids do it. So uh and well, thank all of our monetary backers, our subscribers, cheers, members, as we just got a new member from Claudia Palmieri a little bit ago. Uh, our super chatters, our cheers. I'm not going to bring that up. Nope, we're going to move on. <laughs> if you want to back us on Locals, you can do that. Again, maybe I should take that one off there. I, I got to find a way to use it. I want to use it badly, but I just don't. And of course, we already talked about Streamlabs and PayPal. If you don't want to donate, that is totally fine. In this weird world of crazy inflation and and you know content for free you know we appreciate the people who back us but we also appreciate our followers our subscribers our chatters and lurkers who keep that chat a humming sometimes even towards us and of course if you don't want to give money to us we have a charity on there you can give to the wounded warrior project they stopped giving me free gifts so i think people stopped donating to the wounded warrior project like oh well uh, but you can use that link on the screen there or i think it's also in the description below and you can donate to the wounded warrior project here we go. You ready for segment one? I am. All right. For segment one today, we are going to start our series on the power categories in Heroes Unlimited, second edition. Uh, and it starts off with aliens. Nope, bad joke. Not going to say it. We're, we're talking about your nice old space aliens that come in and want to save our planet because for some odd reason or conquer it, whatever. Because uh, some odd reason they love humanity, and so aliens take a lot of different flavors, and we're going to talk about that today. It's all about aliens, and that's how these the what are they eight power categories or six? I forget. Yeah, okay. So that means we're going to have one power category per week until we get to the end of them. So, uh, yeah. And remember, RPG Digest is a live stream podcast discussion, not a concise step by step tutorial. Although this one. That might change a little bit because it's all charts and graphs for the for the aliens. And, uh, you know, we may deviate off topic and go on tangents. It's what we like to do here. Oop. Right. Now that all of the lawn care tips have been discussed. Oh, there's something else I was going to talk about, but it doesn't matter. I'm going to do it in between segments. Okay. Um, let's get the book up. So that means I have to slide all this over, slide all this over here. Now, aliens are something I actually like in Heroes Unlimited, something I have played once. And I was told that I played it badly because I didn't pick certain things. If I remember correctly, uh, I didn't pick high gravity world, uh, rock alien or whatever the heck it's called. Oh, uh, min max bullshit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I rolled and I got like a nine foot tall, lanky dude who couldn't move. That's all I remember. Oh, the low gravity world, yeah. Is that what that? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, so, share screen. Nope, I want to do it this way. And there we go. Already F11 out. So, I already know it's page 92, but I got to show off the cover of uh, our nice book here. All right, 92. Aliens, which is really just. Hold on, hold on. Before we start here. You gotta show us the difference, don't you? Well, so I didn't do a side-by-side -side comparison, but because this is the only book I have to read, because I don't read PDFs, um, 
I did notice that there are differences between the two. Mostly the second edition version that we're covering, the charts are just bigger. There's more stuff on the charts. Like there's a now a skeleton type alien you can be and so forth. It's just, why'd you get rid of that picture? There we go. Like, I don't know. It's like, that was it. I thought that was good, interesting art at the beginning uh, that he got rid of whatever. Maybe he lost the license to that or some nonsense. And the art they did put in there on the next page is scary as hell. <laughs> All right. Aliens look like that. I also don't like this aliens font that's used. I like the original one better. But oh well, it is what it is. We're doing second edition now. Heathen Dog told me that he's seeing Triple Vision and needs me to read. Is this true? I don't know. It's just my head hurts. Okay. <laughs> I was trying to give you more of an out, man. All right, so here we go. We're going to talk about alien superheroes. Now, remember, you're playing Heroes Unlimited, not Villains Unlimited. That's a whole different book. So we're talking about superheroes here. Nice guy, we hope. So aliens are beings from other planets who possess unusual and extraordinary powers. Else, why would they be here? Some look very much like humans, while others are clearly inhuman. Their motives for coming to Earth will vary as will their attitudes. Note that inhuman aliens with high physical beauty attributes either look very much like a human and thus attractive, or their inhuman appearance is pleasing and attractive to humans. Think of it as artwork or a sunset. It's actually how I wrote it into my into my game. It's like you're not necessarily sexually attracted to it. You're just like, wow, that's pretty cool looking. Or a puppy or a kitten. You know, those things that just generally attract you, your eyeballs to looking at them. Since the setting is an alternative alternative there we go that's english earth the standards for beauty are those of the dominant race and our players which is human it is important to recognize that not all aliens will be from superior cultures mm. nor will all of them be peaceful and wise aliens are often just like humans their motives and reasons are varied and can be wholly humanitarian or totally selfish like i want to come here i want to peacefully conquer you all i want to blissfully embrace you in my hug of uh what was that rick and morty unity unity comes in <laughs> we all vomit in each other's mouths and we become the hive mind oh some are peace loving and others aggressive even savage uh oh uh -oh. bad word naughty word <laughs> aliens that are uh, aliens that are used to living in a much higher level of advanced technology will have little advantage on earth should they lose the weapons and devices they brought with them why well, if they are incredibly advanced, Earth is not likely to have the technological capabilities, too primitive or alien, to build or repair those mechanisms. Likewise, some otherworldly sciences, as well as a cultural outlook and philosophy, may be so alien or unique that Earth doesn't have an equivalent. Yeah. Actually, so, paragraph. Uh, so, if if you if you get your spaceship and your your super spacesuit or your alien plasma rifle, uh, take real good care of it. Because there's not another one like it. Wow. Gay. That's not right. Superman's not gay. <laughs> he wears Wait, his nope, underwear outside nope. of it. Un now un unless you're reading DC Comics and sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Modern DC Comics, yeah. Hmm. But I like this paragraph. Mm. Because it, it not uh, obviously we're talking about aliens, but maybe so alien or unique. That Earth doesn't have an equivalent. This goes back to like some of our discussions about like uh, race or better term species when it comes to, like elves and dwarves. How 
they're aliens. They really are aliens, but they come from Earth, but they're still alien to our mindset. Well, the same way you can say about an alien here. Now, to be fair, you're playing a comic book style superhero game. You don't want to make it too crazy. But um, what's that dude, the big blue guy that had his dong showing in that uh, TV show? Um, oh, Dr. Manhattan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, that dude was just that's a perfect example of how you could just be crazy alien even though wasn't he once human yes he was human but uh apparently a human being who senses all of time and space at the same time uh it changes the way you think so he he became slowly divorced from humanity because they were more and more insignificant to him here we go um Let's see, da, 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 where are we? Uh, the following rules and tables try to take into account some of the more likely variables when developing an alien character. They provide ideas regarding the alien's appearance, environment, familiarity with Earth, motives, and others. Which, again, in second edition, much more, uh, well, I wouldn't say much more, but definitely expanded versus uh, the revised. And, yeah. uh, you know, sometimes I like to complain about second edition having too much bloat. This isn't bloat. This is actually good stuff that you can use that uh, that actually helps make a more interesting or uh, unique character versus another alien. Right. Yeah. And if you want uh, more alien-centric stuff, like your your playgroup wants to play aliens, they're really digging the alien thing, then it gives you uh, other books to get. Aliens Unlimited. Uh, Heroes Unlimited Galaxy Guide, uh, Dimension Book Four Scrapers, and uh, Delphinius's Guide to the Megaverse. All of them have uh, expanded alien races that are fleshed out that you can choose, mm -hmm. which have their own abilities and stuff like that. And they have uh, more more tables to give you more options for your specific uh, uh, random alien that you can just roll up like you can in this book. Right. And at the end of this segment, I'm going to show off real quickly those uh, two of those books, um, which is Aliens Unlimited and the Heroes Unlimited Galaxy Guide. We're not going to go through it. I'm just going to kind of show page through a couple pages because this segment is going to be kind of short compared to what we're used to. Mm -hmm. So uh, both of which, so yeah, which are designed for use of Rifts and Heroes Unlimited. Of course, there is a conversion book. Uh, now, here we go. How do we create our alien? What I think is hilarious about this is it's got a step-by-step -step process, right? Mm -hmm. The thing is, in the middle of the step-by-step -step process, it's going to say, not at the beginning of it, in the middle of it, it's going to say, don't follow this process. You need to do these things in a different order. Like, nice. Put that at the beginning. All right. So the eight attributes, hit points and alignment are determined as explained at the beginning of the book. So just you roll up your attributes as if you're a human. 3D6. Yep. And, you know, uh, you know, you do get your, uh, was it the bonuses? Oh, oh, side side note here. So we got a little edumacation in one of the comments uh, from last okay. week's video, which was about the D6. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not quoting this. I'm saying this from my perspective. Pretty much everything first edition says you roll a D6. Yep. Everything second edition says you roll a D6 and potentially a second D6. Even in even in even played. Yep, it was there. I looked it up. It was there. Okay, we missed yeah, it then. I, Yep, I, I looked okay. it up because because somebody made a correction comment and I want I want to check on it. I was like, yep, we should have focused on that's one of the bad parts about us speeding through some of this, where it's like we, we missed miss some of that. Stuff, yeah. And I'm much more of a like you guys have seen it with with a couple of exceptions. I'm pretty much mostly first edition. Mm -hmm. So uh, you know, and I didn't I TMNT, which is the game I ran the most. Uh actually it's really the only Playdium game I think I ran. Uh 
Yeah, that, I mean, that was all first edition, so I'm not as used to that. But just for clarification out there, uh, going back to last week's video where, uh, you know, we were talking about that. There we go. All right, so uh, nothing has changed. However, physiological differences may provide bonuses and modifications to some of the attributes and SDC. Oh, lots of SDC. Oh, lots. You, you'll see it. Yeah. And remember, we talked about it last week. You're playing superheroes. You're supposed to have more SDC. You're supposed yep. to get punched in the grill, fly back a kilometer, slide across the ground, get back up, and fly back into the fight. You're a superhero, hopefully. Um, so anyway, let's look at our, our appearances. I've got some percentile dice. Hyperborea dice, for people who care. Yes, from 3rd uh, edition Hyperborea Kickstarter. Uh, so what do we have here? We have human-like, humanoid. A whole bunch of humanoids after that. With odd humanoid skin color. insect. Humanoid insect appearance. Mm, lovely. With exoskeleton gray alien. Yep. And then we have uh, Mistress Spanks a lot of the scorpion snake variety, yeah, which is scary as hell. Yep. At least humanoid she covered up her shame. Humanoid skeletal. You're a, a vegetable. Humanoid pig. Humanoid atroxian. Oh, that that's the serpent alien. That's the that's the creature pictured. Okay. Uh, humanoid reptilian, humanoid canine, humanoid avian, humanoid mineral, humanoid. This is the one that everybody ape. demands you take. Now, to yeah. be fair, if you read it, it says, depending on what the game master allows, you can just choose. Yes, yes, it does say that. I think for an alien, well, I, again, this goes to our discussion last week where it's like, if there's a theme you want for your character and the game master's cool with that theme, Sure. You know, th there's really no reason why you can't select certain things. The game master just has to know when to say no. Mm -hmm. You know, if all you're doing is picking everything that just gives you the combat bonuses, there better be a good reason for it. Uh, you know, outside of that, I, you know, sure, pick. I am very pro rolling randomly because I think it adds more fun. But if I have a vision, if the, if the game master says, hey, I'm running this game on this type of world, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, you know what I'd like to do? I'd like to play uh, uh, an alien with a tentacle that that uh, is like Plastic Man. It's like, all right, we can figure out how, how that, you know, uh, works together. But ultimately, I think it's more fun to roll. Like, just I do. If I want to choose, I'll play a hardware character because then I can just buy everything. <laughs> Uh, anyway, a lot more choices here than a first edition, which is which is great. What was that? Random is good. Oh, yes, the vegetation. Stop with the God, uh, um, the vegetation here uh, was actually kind of interesting. But well, let's go. Let's go. All right, are you ready for me to roll? Let's just roll it. Let's just roll. You're gonna get a 19. I got an odd two. That's zero zero two. Human. I'm human like. Huh, well, You're human like. It's boring. Lame. Yep, can easily pass for human. All right, well, whatever. Um, okay, let's move on. Well, let's let's look at the insect one. See, uh, de depending okay. on yeah. on what you roll, you get you get bonuses and minuses. For the insect, where is that one? If you roll humanoid insect appearance, it has to be a forty-one okay. to forty-five. So it's a very very narrow mm -hmm. uh, range. But uh, within that, you roll a one to forty or forty-one to hundred for a soft exoskeleton or a hard exoskeleton. And this will drastically change your SDC, armor rating, uh, speed, skill usage, physical beauty, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So as, as you can see, if you get a hard exoskeleton, you add 3D6 times 10 plus 40 SDC. That is no joke. 
No, that not at a all. a lot of SDC. And a natural armor rating of 10. Natural armor, which means if, if they roll a modified uh, 14 or less, they just, it just, just no, no damage. No oh, damage ten, at all. Ten or, 10 or less. Oh, no, 14. You're right, you're right. Sorry. Yep. Just, this is hard. You said 10 hard. a moment ago. Yeah. But your speed is reduced by 10%, your speed attribute, and your physical beauty is reduced by 20% because you look like a giant bug. Man. I don't need that. I would think that this would be more than 20%, but okay. <laughs> like, you're a bug. You're creepy. Nobody likes bugs. Not even entomologists like bugs. True story. Um, yeah, you know, we, I guess because this entire chapter is just a bunch of charts. Yeah. So uh, maybe, maybe we can look at a couple other ones. Let's look at the vegetation that, uh, yeah, that yeah, my Hawkman mentioned. Where is that? So uh, it's a 62 to 64. Composed of the same fibers and materials as earth plant life. Well, that's interesting. So alien came here as earth plant life. Bonus is plus 40. So it's a flat number SDC. Mm-hmm. The plant being does not register on heat or infrared sensors. Okay, that's going to be good for some infiltration. Uh, they also heal twice as fast as humans, possess extraordinary strength, and draw nourishment from sunlight, water, and minerals from the ground. And generally don't need to eat because of that. Yeah. It's a great extraordinary spy. strength is, is, is good. That, that is a good superpower. Yeah. To have. Yeah, it, it gives you a completely different lift and carry chart, completely different damage chart. We kind of avoided that previously. Uh, we didn't go deeply into that, but maybe we'll do that with the combat section. Uh, mm-hmm. Talk more about what the Extraordinary Strength gives. Now, Extraordinary Strength is different in Heroes Unlimited than it is in Rifts. Because Rifts Extraordinary Strength, if I remember correctly, lets you do mega damage. Actually, uh, I think Rifts only has regular robotic and supernatural. I'd have to look it up again. I'm not. I'm not going to try to create. I thought. I thought there was extraordinary in there for seven, for normal people that had 17 to 30, and then I don't know. In in I the Rift's conversion it. book, I think extraordinary becomes supernatural. Okay. Super extraordinary and superhuman becomes super. I'm pretty sure. I'm not 100 though. But the humanoid pig. This is stupid. Husky bill with large, wide pig nose and mouth, small eyes, large ears. Can be smooth and pink with thin hair or have coarse white, gray, or brown hair and look boar-like. Complete with a wild mane of hair on the head and running down the back of the, and the neck. Uh, bonus is plus one to strength and PE, plus 3d6, plus six to SDC. That is not enough bonuses to be called Little Pig Boy. <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> checking real enough. quickly. That is not enough. I don't think that's in the preview because I think they only had cat and dog in the first. Oh no, cat and av- uh, so canine, avian, and feline. Yeah, there were no pig people. I guess you could say amphibian. There were no pig people in the original one. Um, but again, they've got a lot more aliens uh, in this version than in the first edition. And then lastly, well, let's look at avians because they could probably fly, right? Bird-like features with large round eyes, clawed feet and hands, and feathers for hair. Only 10% have large wings capable of flying. Wow. Oh, so you okay. actually have to roll. Hold on. I'm rolling. Can I fly? Can I fly? I got a, I got a 10. A perfect 10. You can 10. fly. <laughs> a perfect you 10. You can fly. Good Woo. for you. <laughs> there we go. Um, Those with flight-capable wings will have a flying speed attribute of 1d6 times 10 plus 24. That's not bad. That's, that's actually really good, yeah. And then oh, the one, they dem- I, just in the groups I was in, like, if you don't take this one, you're just stupid. Although with the insect one now, maybe maybe that one could count it. But uh, rock or crystalline appearance, natural body armor with AR-14, plus 180 SDC. 
and add plus 44 plus 10 to physical strength. So if you get an average roll, what's what's an average roll? Seven, seven, so 14 plus 10. So 20, 24 bonus on yep. top of what you rolled. So let's say you already rolled really well. You got a 20 strength. You now have a 44 strength. It's crazy. Yeah. All right. Let's. Uh, so those are the different appearance appearance I appearances you can have. Demonic, humanoid, yeah, rhinoceros, no angelic, just demonic. Yeah. Yeah. What's up? Well, let's see. Uh, either fairly human in appearance, but devilishly attractive with small horns, fangs, red bronze skin, or monstrous. Yeah. I don't see angelic on here anywhere. I was thinking that maybe you'd pop in here. Thirty-three huh. percent chance of a tail. <laughs> there you go. Play your tieflings. Let's move on now. I just made myself angry. <laughs> Step three. So we've figured out what we look like, right? Yep. Now let's figure out where we came from. What kind of world did we come from? Did we come from a planet with a red sun that now that we're in a yellow sun world, we get superpowers? Or... Da, 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 da. <laughs> there you go. Roll percentile dice. Oh, okay. It says roll percentile dice. We'll come back to it. Uh, get, stay on the table. Oh, sloppy dice roll twice. 98. Whatever a 98 comes out to be, that's what I got. 98 let's well, see we'll, that we'll get is to that. Let me, abrasive atmosphere let's let me read this first and then uh we'll check that out because i think that's the one every that and high gravity are the two everyone wants if i remember correctly um so anyway roll percentile dice to randomly determine the environment the aliens homeworld. if the gm allows it the player can make a selection rather than a random roll again this is all within gm purview uh However. However, in this case, random is probably preferred and more fun than predetermination. There you go, right there. He put it in there. I agree with yeah. him. Of course, if several players have characters that are from the same planet, they should all have the same unearthly environment category and subsequent features, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, so we have normal Earth environment. You basically came from another type of Earth. No bonuses or abilities. High gravity. You get squished. So what happens is you're a little shorter. A little? five feet plus a d6 and that's not crazy short. oh no I'm, I'm sorry i thought we were looking at abrasive because that's what you rolled yeah we'll, we'll get down to that we'll get down okay. to that um sdc bonus because you're from a high gravity world is 3d4 times 10 that's a lot. so i'm a mineral guy with 120 sdc already bonus or whatever that was and i get to roll another 3d4 times 10 because remember they're all cumulative it says it multiple times in this chapter mm -hmm. it's cumulative i can come out of here with a thousand sdc um other bonuses, another plus 2d4 to strength. <laughs> and increased speed attribute by three and plus one initiative because you went from a high gravity world to, to the normal you know, gravity. Exactly. So I, you you're just faster because your your body is made for a high gravity environment. And this is like this is this is the uh, earth is like you, you took the weights off, you know? I want to see the character bounce like we do on the moon. Oh, like a like a uh John Carter from Mars or something like that. I don't know what that is, but sure. <laughs> it, was, it was a book they turned into a really crappy movie oh yeah he, i mean i've heard he of john carter but... and the uh, the uh gravity is light so he can jump really high and he's, he's really strong compared to everybody else uh yeah i would agree plus one on an issue is kind of weird but okay now low gravity the aliens homeworld had a much lighter gravity than earth so you're probably grumpy here then <laughs> this has made the alien much taller than a typical human regretting that now aren't you yeah i think uh this is what i rolled Although the increased gravitational pull of the Earth slows the alien down, it also provides him with somewhat greater mass. So 5'5", five, five, now I want you to read this. This threw me off at first. 5 foot 5 inches plus 1d6 additional feet. 
feet, not inches. Right. Feet. This is what threw me off, though. Why do you have to have five feet? Couldn't you just said five feet? I think he cut and pasted it from, from the high gravity or something. I don't know. It just seems weird to start at five five. Why couldn't you just start at five feet? <laughs> What's five inches got to do with anything? It's not even know. half a foot. It's weird. I know. All right. All right but yeah, it's plus 1d6 additional feet. Add 1d4 times 10. I'm sorry. 1d4 times 100 pounds. SDC bonus, only D4 times 10. I think that's odd that you get an SDC bonus, but I guess that's just because you're also big. Now, check this out. You're coming from a low-gravity world. You should feel weighted down. You should feel, ugh. Yet, you get plus 1D4 to physical prowess? Oh, that's hand-eye coordination. I, I, can, I can see that, but it mm. should be a minus to strength and speed, not just speed. It really should. Yeah. Reduce normal speed by half. I would also say minus one to initiative or something, because you're just not, I mean, it's, it's hard to, but hey, you know, you don't want to give too many penalties or nobody would play it. High radiation right. is just rough. Yes. Impervious to radiation, that is normally deadly to humans. Well, hey, good news is, is uh, anytime you need somebody to go hang out near the sun, uh, the character can also see ultraviolet light. So all your nighttime forays, guess what? He knows what happened in the hotel. The alien radiates low levels of radiation that will begin to harm humans exposed to him for more than a few weeks. Whoops. If the yep. alien does not wear radiation shield or survival suit, those around him will con uh, contract radiation poisoning on a result of 1 to 30 on a percentile dice. Now, well, uh, once per week. Fun wow. fact, later on, it will, it will tell you that if, if you get something like this, you get a radiation suit and a spare for free. But, if you screw up both those, you're on your own. You gotta, you gotta get one yourself. I love it when people do this. I don't, because I, I don't care. <laughs> That's why I never read John Carter. I've heard about him only recently. That's how. <laughs> I can tell you everything you want to know about BattleTech lore, though. And I don't care about that. <laughs> right. So, um, the symptoms of uh, radiation poisoning are given under control radiation ma major, major super ability. So this dude has a major superpower as a passive effect. Sort has of. the side effects of a major super ability. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You're right. You're Not right. The, actual power, the side effect, which sucks. Uh, so. Height six feet plus d6. Don't care. I mean, this now SDC bonus is only a d4 times 10, but the character generally came from an earth type well, gravity earth type world. So, yeah, just high radiation world. That's all. And and is impervious to all the stuff that would kill you anyway. So, yep. frozen, frozen world, world. I mean, that, that's asterisk. pretty easy. Yep. Yeah, frozen world's pretty easy. You're you're used to cold, cold climates. If you're in normal temperature, it feels like it's sweltering hot. Yep. That's how it what, works. What's the asterisk about? Because that has it, so does Thermal World. That's weird. Well, we'll find out. Toxic Atmosphere. Uh, this is your, uh, what were they called in Battlelords of the 23rd Century? Your Eridani and your Fentari. You come from Methane Planet or something equally gro gross. I can't talk. Um, see, the chemical soup of pollution are made up of gases different than those. And you can see at 2d4 times 10. Vegetation World. This is for Mar Hawkman and his tree person and his stupid tomato planets. Uh, you can have prehensile feet and tail. Wait a minute. The alien's home planet is a fertile garden of greenery. A landmass is covered with immense growth. This is like uh, uh, Jurassic, uh, you know, how, how we picture the Jurassic world with mega trees and 
Mm-hmm. Tarzan and uh, Brian's how Claude feet don't look. You gotta roll. Oh wait, uh, yeah, got to my ninety-eight yet. I rolled an odd six. Okay, these dice are really extreme. Have you noticed that? Ten, noticed ninety-eight, that, yeah. odd six. Prehensile feet and tail. Woo-hoo, I'm a I monkey. Mean, you have four hands. Look at you, and it's and a tail. I hate monkeys. Thermal world is the opposite of frozen world. And Twilight World, this is where it's dark all the time. Let me see. Do you have any problems? Well, the alien can see well in near total darkness. Light more than 60 watts. Get those 60 watt bulbs out. Uh, and uh, it's considered bright. 100 watts is blinding. Great. He'd hate my kill him. Yeah, all right. He'd hate my place. <laughs> uh, aquatic World, you're a fish person. Oh, yeah, you can roll up a fish person, too. Uh... Anything? Okay, here's the abrasive... I can't talk. Here is the abrasive atmosphere that I rolled earlier. High scathing winds. Or a corrosive atmosphere is the alien's natural environment. The being has developed a tough, thick skin or leathery plating like an earth rhinoceros. Great. I rolled rhinoceros person and now I'm from here. <laughs> Actually, I did. What? No, I rolled human, didn't I? Uh, uh, Four plus one D6 feet. So you, you could be 10 feet tall. Yep. Okay. Wait, 200 plus 46 times 10 pounds. Holy crap. I hope you're not four feet with that. <laughs> yeah, I hope not. You're going to be circular. Uh, <laughs> AR 12. Okay. 3D6 times 10 additional SDC. Physical strength is equal to the minor super ability of extraordinary strength. No. Wow. Oh, there's the asterisk. An alien yep. exposed to temperatures beyond its tolerance level will begin to suffer from exposure, will slowly kill the character and gain terms. Of, okay. Yeah. If, if you're from a thermal world, and you're in you're in like a 32 degrees Fahrenheit or less, you start dying. If you're from a frozen world and you're above zero degrees of Celsius or above 32 Fahrenheit, you start dying and you get these minuses. That's what the asterisk was for, for the thermo and the and the uh, cryo world. And and that makes sense. So somebody put in there. Um... Where is it? Uh, Asher uh, designates there's a chart to roll on. Um, obviously, we just read what it is. No, because other ones had that as well. Yeah. So, but I mean, it's a good guess because that's what I thought at first, too. Sure. So, uh, where are we now? Uh, we're up four. here to step four. Now, let's determine some super abilities. Finally, I get my super abilities. All right, rolling. Rolling, rolling, rolling. I got a 61. There's something toward the middle. 61. I got- Experiment. Has super abilities. select two select two minor super abilities and one major or four minor abilities or roll on table C in the experiment section. See this this is where Heroes Unlimited can get quite varied. I rolled an alien. I already have prehensile. Oh wait, I I don't even remember. No, I have just a brace of atmosphere. Yeah, uh, prehensile feet. Yeah. Oh no, that's right. No, no, you're just your brace of atmosphere, but you look you look human. Look human, but yep. you have thicker skin. Mm-hmm. So I, I wear leather all the time. <laughs> there you go. And you you are a, you are an experiment. Now, yes. uh, there are the, these are considered superpowers, so they can be negated by certain abilities or uh, uh, the, the the game actually has cuffs that that uh, that negate superpowers. But if you roll an eleven to forty on this chart, you have super abilities, but they are natural to your species, which means they cannot be negated. They're natural to your species. They're not mutant abilities. They're not superpowers. You just, this is what all of your race has. So they, they cannot be negated by, uh, 
by abilities and technology that negate super abilities. But you didn't roll that. You rolled experiment has yep, super abilities, which chat means for a second. can be negated. So the, this question came up last week. It's coming up again. This is a very common question. I, I kind of like it because even before we started doing this series, people were asking this question as well. So um, Heathen Dog answered it last week, but let's see if there's consistency in this. Does he still say the same thing he said last week? Uh, would you... Would you consider somebody to run this one or a less crunchy one? So I guess you can't say champions because champions is definitely more crunchy. Yeah. Champions is definitely more crunchy. Uh, this is middle of the road. I mean, if, if you want to go, if you want to go a superhero game that is the least crunchiest possible, I I'm always going to steer you to Marvel superheroes in the eighties. Always going to steer face you, rip version. Oh, yeah. The, the face rip version. Always going to steer you that you can make a character in five minutes. And uh, you only need a D100 and a pencil. That's all you need to run the entire game. That's I it. I would like to know what uh, what Mark Utzinger think, uh, says is crunchy about this. He's talking about the rule system or the character creation. I want, in a, personally, in a superhero game, with all types of diverse powers and crazy weirdness that you can see in comic books left, right, and all over the place, I, I want these charts. I love charts. So then again, I like random rolls. And it's one of the editions that, you know, one of the things that second edition, I think, actually did better than first edition. It improved upon it, made the charts bigger. Um, so I, I like that personally. But that's, you know, it's just my taste. Um, and then again, I don't think the Palladium system is crunchy, especially after working with it quite a bit. Uh, now, it's just different. Like, the character creation is crunchy. The rules are not. But that's my take on it. Apparently, a lot of people in chat disagreed with me when I said that last time. So. Um, I mean, there's you got mutants and masterminds, uh, vi villains and vigilantes, uh, champions. I mean, you could turn GURPS into that. You could turn Bessem into that, you know, big eye, small mouth. I mean, just by upping the point value. So, I mean, th there are a lot of options out there uh, for things like this. But I think this is a personally, I think Heroes Unlimited is a good starting point. I don't really get into superhero games, but I think it's a good starting point because it has all the, not all, has enough there's a large number of options available to you if you just open the book right like given to you i'm not talking like you have to think about it's like here you go you don't know what you want to be just roll and now you come up with something all right so uh what, what else could be you could be an alien mutant has super abilities possesses super abilities okay so, yeah that, that's uh, that's what i was talking about yep. where all your species has these abilities and they're not considered powers they're just attributes that your race has like if you're from a reptilian race and you have scales and you have a natural armor class extra sdc and supernatural strength well if you rolled an 11 to 40 those are natural to your species and cannot be negated or, or taken away by powers that do that but if you roll 1 to 10 or uh 61 to 70 like like you did these are considered super abilities beyond your race so they can be negated Mm -hmm. now you uh hardware and physical training which we will get into in later weeks because i think next week is bionics you have a uh, psychionics here psionics that's right i pronounce the p it's written um because i i oh god psionics yeah that's what i want i want a mind flayer in the party good job guys uh experiment i don't understand the experiment thing did the alien come here and then we started operating on him or was he operated on before he came here and nice testing out his powers like no no uh, he was probably operated on to survive the the journey 
and when he got here, his ship crashed, but all of his uh, uh, space alien astronaut abilities give him, you know, powers on Earth. Maybe. I don't know. I don't want to fight you. <laughs> um, all right. And, and could now this is interesting. Now, uh, you can see the other ones here, but robot design as usual, but maximum SDC are increased by 5%. So I could be a human robot, humanoid robot. So oh, oh, no, this is an alien humanoid robot. Yeah. From from an abrasive atmosphere world. If I rolled yeah, that, yes, I can that, see that. Oh no, so could I. I'm not complaining. It's just one of those things that I thought was neat. Like you could still be yet a different type of yeah. Power you're category. still considered an alien power category, but you're actually a robot. And and I like it that your maximum SDC is increased by five percent because alien design is better. <laughs> there you go. Aliens All can right. make better robots. They're they're the they're the Japan of the galaxy. Now, we move finally into step five, determine education and skills. And I don't think this one increased. Second edition, I don't think it increased too much. So, roll percentile. I'll just roll real quickly. Now, one of the things you're going to... Oh, my God. I got an OT3. General studies. Three. General studies. Select three skills from science, pilot, and communications, plus nine secondary skills. And a plus five to bonus all skills, including secondary. You don't see that a whole lot. Right. You're going... Uh, Oh, yeah. I didn't even notice that. You're right. Including secondary. You almost yeah. never see that. Now, yeah. same across the board. Aliens don't get as many skills, education, skill opportunities as humans. And there are a couple reasons for that. Some common sense. You didn't learn how to do stuff on Earth. Right. <laughs> like uh, The second thing is, is did you notice all the powers that the alien got before we even rolled up powers yet? I know. He doesn't have powers yet. Already he's got all this SDC and yeah. physical strength and all that stuff. So, you know, aliens get some bonuses. They get some mm -hmm. bonuses right out of the gate. We haven't even got any powers this bastard yet. And he's still like killing it. All right. Um, so we... He's got science specialist, combat specialist. Of course, you know, again, when I was told I had to take Meteor Man, uh, go do that, uh, take that. You could have a strength of like 94, whatever. Cartoons. Now, that's the type Rogue, of alien I want to look like. Smuggler, engineer. Yeah, this is it. Yeah, I mean, this this, all, all of these things, all, all these things just uh, give, give you the, the categories you can choose from and, and, your, and your starting bonuses. And there you go. That, that's it. Now, reason for coming to Earth, because every alien has to have a reason for being here. Was, you know. So, last on race vacation. of people. On, it could be on, I think that actually is an option, isn't it? I don't think so. No, I thought I thought something, I thought, oh, never mind. Uh, so anyway, Earth reminds him of home. Oh, I come from an abrasive world. Oh, hold on, I got a roll. What did I get? Is that a nine? No, oh, it's a six. Uh, 66. What did I get? 66. You got <laughs> intergalactic <laughs> champion of justice. Yeah, oh, Look and I get another roll underneath it. Uh, 29. It caught his eye and seems like a worthy cause slash place. Generally likes Earth and its people. You want to help rid the Earth of evil because, damn it, it's a nice place. And you can make it even nicer. There we go. Intergalactic champion of justice. Doo -doo -doo. All right. <laughs> anyway, so you could crash land. You could be an outcast. Intergalactic champion of justice. We just rolled. Glory Hound, who chose Earth to get fame and fortune because why not? Humans are squishy flashbags. Since Earth is more primitive than the alien's homeworld, it seemed like an ideal and easy opportunity. Okay. Or an explorer scientist who came to study us. 
because you know there's your gray man so you can roll gray man from a low gravity world so you know can have that tall kind of lanky look and then being a scientist who come you see you can build it if you build it he will come and finally well it's not finally but it's pretty much finally familiarity with earth no familiarity some familiarity has studied earth but i get 58 some familiarity so, yeah uh, uh, it's you you know the earth it's major nations cultures customs and laws you can speak read and write three languages at 90 percent skill efficient. Wow. that's pretty good that's pretty good Oh, look human music <laughs> sorry i had to uh too many references but uh yeah so i mean it's only three options here but that's all that's necessary by the way if you really think that we need to cover like outcast a little more we can i know we covered the first the first sections we stayed in more because it really gave game benefit these are more just fleshing out the character right then you get yeah. clothes like are they well, out of date are they nice do you have no earth clothing whatsoever it's a range and then you this get your is a special section. alien weapon Ooh, just just one second this is a section that has been totally enlarged from the previous edition. Because mm -hmm. I think it was only like two columns in, in the previous edition. This is now going to be a couple of pages. You want to talk about alien weapons then? Yeah. There are two tables for special weapons. One is for high-tech range weapons. The other is for special high-tech melee weapons. The player should roll or choose which table he or she wishes oh. to roll on. Go ahead and roll. Got to roll. 53. Special melee weapons. High-tech melee weapons. Okay, let's move on to that. Excuse me. And here we go. Yep. Uh, the term melee again. weapon, blah, blah, blah. All advanced high tech, blah, blah. The use of two hands adds plus two to the damage. And you get to 60. shoot. Oh, no. Oh, you get to roll. You get to roll. 60. You got a vibrant knife. Well, we'll come back to this, though, because I don't want to skip. Otherwise, we'll forget. But let's look at some of the, uh, the ranged weapons to start. So we have laser ion rifles. Blaster. That's nice. Uh, stun pistol, iron blast. So what is that range? It's only we got a range of 200 feet versus the laser rifle, which is 1400 feet. Well, uh, yeah, it, it, it travels much further. 5d6. Well, yeah, the laser rifle is better. Yep. Like around the board. Wow. Well, the ion blaster is is a gun, not a rifle. Yeah, I fair. mean, look look at that, the yeah. look at the. It's it's more akin to a laser pistol. Okay. And a laser yep, pistol has 300 feet of range, which is yep. more, but less damage. Only 4d6. And it only has 15 shots, whereas the ion blaster is 5d6, has 20 shots. I got a mini laser. So basically, you have a flashlight. Pew, pew. <laughs> flashlight that hurts. Microwave gun, sonic disruptor. Okay, what does that do? 150 feet. Physical damage is only one point, but there's a chance the person shot by the blast is rendered unconscious for 1d4 melee rounds. That nice. could be up to a minute. What mm -hmm. happens when you're on the ground unconscious for a minute? In a superhero game like this, you're um, just done. You're just you're out. Yeah, you're done. You better you better have some friends around, or else uh, someone's gonna coup de gras you. Yep. Microwave gun. That just sounds like uh, this is how I cook my food. Uh, penetrates, bypasses force fields, and all forms of honor. Uh, uh, wow, of honor? natural armor. body armor, Kevlar, ceramic, plastic, and other types of armor which are not made of metal. Microwaves are reflected by all types of metal, including material as frail as tinfoil. So if, if you have metal armor, if Iron Man is completely immune to the microwave gun. But uh, Max Liao's uh, abrasive atmosphere, human alien, not so much. Yeah. That's kind of abrasive, though. Mini explosive grenades, boo. A uh, pair of mini energy wrist blasters. 
pew 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 pew. Uh, mini missile launcher. Oh, gotta love that. Hey, they do. I didn't know they had mini missiles in uh, Heroes Unlimited. I thought that was just a Robotech thing. Yeah. Oh, like. and plasma ejector. Anything that says ejector is cool. I like that. Plasma Oversized ejector. rifle or bazooka type weapon that fires devastating blasts. 66 plus 20 damage. Wow. Minimum damage of 26. This is your predator weapon. That is crazy. Ammunition. Uh, energy clips and magazines, 1d6. Recharging on Earth costs $5,000 a clip. Wow. And uh, special grenades like these cost 10 to 20 times the normal cost on Earth. How would you even... I'm not going to ask. The alien must find someone to make them. Demolitions roll at minus 35% because they're of alien origin. On their home world, they're found as easily as normal grenades on Earth. Okay. (laughs) So you got a vibro knife, you say? That's what. That's yeah, what uh, yeah, vibro. So it's vibro blade weapons have damage edge surrounded by high frequency field that greatly increases their damage capacity. So in uh, oh, in rifts, like mega damage. In in BattleTech, it's just a blade that moves so quickly. It got it just gets so hot. What the hell is this? Kiss Kisenit? What the hell is this? Kisenitite? Kisenitite weapons are forged from a dense meteorite metal that has amazing hardness. Okay, so that's adamantium. Got it. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Uh, anyone who successfully parries one of these special weapons with a conventional one will have that normal weapon suffer minor damage. All right. Okay. So what do we have here? The vibrosaurs, energy axe. Oh, that's awesome. That's um. Uh, what am I thinking of? I'm picturing it. Oh, it's transformers. Never mind. Yeah, this has no. This has no blade until it's turned on. So the entire axe blade itself is an energy construct, kind of like a uh, uh, an axe saber, an axe lightsaber. That's funny. Energy knife, fiber knife. So what? I, oh, I got a vibro knife. So same as yeah. a sword and axe. Average. So damage is two d six. Damage is only two d six. That's a knife, man. What do you want? Yeah. <laughs> energy sword now i got voltron going through my head uh balance and like give it a plus one to strike and parry wow oh i get a special vehicle wait do i get all this stuff or is it so. hold on let me yeah. roll up here yeah oh roll i didn't roll for vehicle. my clothes yeah. hold on what i come here with clothes 35 oh oh several sets of oh, clothing very okay good it's just casual got it yeah got it okay now we're back now we're down to a weapon so i get to come here with a weapon or a vehicle you already got that I didn't Special roll the vehicle, vehicle yet. I didn't roll the vehicle. Uh, 96. Ooh. One man gyrocopter. <laughs> a small single seat rotorcraft. There's usually no canopy, just a seat motor, landing gear, and tail. Maximum speed 180 miles per hour, cruising speed 145, and it's plus Ooh. one to dodge. It has 300 SDC before it breaks. That's crappy vehicle. I think I, think I have more SDC than that. Thing. I know. You have more SDC than your ride. Jesus. <laughs> That is awful. Yeah, but it lets me fly, you know. Money. Okay, let's roll my money. How much money do I start with? Oh, I mean, but so you can have a hover car. What's a fan jet? A small aircraft with a single seat. Oh, okay. You can have an anti-gravity ring or medallion. But I didn't. I can have an anti-gravity disc. No, instead I get this dumb little looking like, was it a second Mad Max movie? Just flying around there. Um, All right, money, 49. Yeah. That's somewhere in the middle there. 5d6 yeah. times 1,000. All right. Other stuff. And you'd use this money to buy your equipment, of course. You know, um, 
your generic things, whatever, whatever the world needs you to have in order to be your superhero self. Right. Uh, alignment alignment can be chosen of course heroes and anti-heroes usually good or selfish alignment level of education was already taken care of sdc all aliens all aliens have a base of 20 so everything we talked about before you start with 20 plus 20 yep hand-to-hand combat are not automatic and you have to select them and attacks per melee as with all characters automatically it's two attacks per melee round additional attacks may be gained from hand-to-hand combat and other physical skills right so yeah in, in heroes unlimited uh, if you're breathing, you get two attacks per round. Yep. And then you get more if you take hand-to-hand. Whereas in Palladium Fantasy, if you're breathing, you get one. And if you if you don't take any hand-to-hand, you get an extra one at like level 6 and 9 and 12 or some other nonsense like that. You go up real slow. Right. Now, weapons and armor, except for the ones I already said, you'd have to buy it. Spacecraft. It is best to assume that most alien player characters do not have a spacecraft at their disposal for Earth-based campaigns. Like, hey guys, you know what? That's I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, the thing can't. is, though, you, yeah, you, you crashed, and all you were able to do was make a shitty gyrocopter. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I made it from the parts that remain, man. Leave me alone. <laughs> it's all so, I had left that wasn't broke. Finally, other options: Game Masters may allow players to use any alien or DB races presented to the numerous rifts. Uh, played in fantasy and characters from nightbane beyond the supernatural should also adapt nicely notice they put that in the alien section mm-hmm. i think that's uh something you know you can consider some inhuman rifts characters will have to be converted from mdc to hit points uh, yeah again that's a rifts conversion book and as mentioned previously the aliens and aliens unlimited were designed specifically for heroes unlimited and can be selected and dropped uh, with no conversion so let's take a look at that real quickly um well heathen do you have any comments about the alien uh, will I get this up? Okay. Um, yeah, the uh the the alien archetype really is is the the most varied in in physical appearance, unless you you have uh source other source books that have specific aliens in mind, like like Kriegor or or uh uh, uh scrapers, uh, energy-based alien, you know, that you can just drop you can you can just drop in place, you know, it's great. But uh it's 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 a it's a very easy chart just keep rolling and you're fine it's not like uh the uh the anthrop- anthropomorphic animals where you have to spend bio points and you get all crunchy with that no no just either choose or roll and that's what you get it's very easy to make your own custom alien Random. i'm not sp- spending a lot of time here but just kind of showing that uh, in the aliens books you even have more abilities that you can uh Obviously, it's a full book. It's mm-hmm. meant it's meant to have more. So if you're not okay with just the main book, I would say if you haven't run Heroes Unlimited before, or if you're not too worried about all this extra, I would I would stick with the main book. Just stick with the main book. Yeah. Yep. It's the same thing I would say for a mutant animal character. If you want to play one, sure. If your game master is good with After the Bomb, but there's no reason that you have to use After the Bomb. But uh, let's see if we can scroll to something interesting here. Magic. Get some new spells. Uh, I didn't see what that was. Whatever. Uh, I'm not going to go through this whole book. Oh, here we go. That, that's what I wanted to show. Some of the aliens. So, got some goofy looking alien people. So, there we go. Um, Good armor. Yeah. Ah, frog, frog? Oh, Get out of here. Salamander <laughs> boy, get out. No. <laughs> Talking about that... <laughs> In between segments, I'm going to show that. I got a box set, apparently, from Cyberfrog. 
Nice. Um, aquatic aliens. So, and you know what? Uh, I've actually scrolled through this chapter. There isn't a lot of new in there, but I like some of these descriptions because I think um, aquatic type creatures people avoid. Like, oh man, you live in the ocean. That's not going to be good for my campaign. Screw it. Yeah, hang out with Aquaman, dipshit. Yeah, right. You get a lot of that, but when you actually read through some of these, you kind of can see, like, okay, sure, they spend some time in water, but now it gives better examples of how you can spend time outside of the water without looking just like the GMs just ignoring it. Right, right. And and when when I say Aquaman, I mean 1970s Super Friends cartoon Aquaman, not the actual comic Aquaman who's pretty badass we're skipping this chapter the ape aliens screw apes i hate grape monkeys ape. i oh, want to be great doesn't this look almost like uh like yes. like, like a, a the apes. yes the original planet of the apes yeah, yeah original planet of the apes <laughs> is this cornelius hold on <laughs> uh all right uh it's, we're done with this i, I just want to show that there was more in there and then the galaxy guide if you want to actually have it in outer space there's a great source book for that as mm -hmm. well um not going to even or, page or through if, this one if, at all if you want to cherry pick a an alien race you like you can you can use the alien race as a template yep. for your heroes unlimited character on earth that's fine this one also goes into a lot more of the uh starship combat which still didn't work for me when i was looking at my stuff but uh all right, so that's Aliens. Uh, I don't know if that was short. Yeah, that was definitely shorter than some of our other segments, which I think it, it needed to be because because uh... it really, you know, it's it's really not a whole lot. It's just a it's just your your random alien appearance, and then the the bonuses and and, and some minuses you get because of that, and uh, whether your your powers that you get are psionic, bionic, robotic, uh, magic, uh, inherent to your race, or you're some kind of alien mutant. That's it. That's basically it. And, and I can't say that they're all going to be short. Um, one of the things bionics that is going to be longer. I'll tell you that much because there's a whole lot of bionic hardware you have to choose from. Mm -hmm. You know, bionic. And eye, we want to talk mind. about it. It's not just saying, yeah. "Look, you can have lasers, whatever." No, no. Let's look at what's this laser yeah. different than that laser. At the same time, we don't want to do it in a boring manner. But the reason we're doing one power category each week is so that we can dive into it. There just wasn't a lot after the first couple of charts. We spent a long time on those first couple of charts. After that, there just wasn't as much to dive into. So, uh, but yeah, so hopefully Heathen Dog's ready to go next week with all his bionic weirdness. Because, whoop, I just threw my dice on the floor. No, 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 no. Yeah. Does he make his own very own Steve Austin? Let's look at chat. I was, because I had it on the other page, I did not see a lot of chat. This is what's nice about playing virtually all the books. That's exactly why we're doing second edition stuff because yep. it's it's the it was made to work with riffs and everything that came after mm -hmm. uh let's let's scroll oh god i gotta scroll way back <laughs> we'll go back to this <laughs> i did not know john carter i don't care <laughs> uh let's see yeah that's why i was in like i i get you crafty we're good i still gotta say it uh <laughs> i don't care where tomatoes come from uh, let's see oh here we go oh they, we already so we already put that on the screen so we'll start from that point yep. uh palladium is awesome fight me for it. i'm not gonna fight you one thing about palladium system is random character creation yeah i again you know i fight for the randomness yeah 
just to, to peace chat a little bit because I angered some people. I don't think it has to be random 100% of the time or across the no. board. If, if you have a theme in your head, then I will allow you to choose one of your powers and maybe your, 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 your power category if you have a strong theme and you really, really want to play it. But there's still going to be some randomness in there. You're not going to get to cherry pick everything. Right. And yeah. my, my main contention is, and I think Heathen Dog's kind of cigarette, but it's just the groups that I were in were so min-maxi that uh, like, I could just name off everything that everybody had in the group. Like I just could. Uh, after being there and it's just annoying to me and it doesn't and it's not just here uh, heroes unlimited it happened in my tmnt games like let me guess you've got acrobatics boxing and uh, uh and gymnastics oh look at that uh oh let me guess you took alter physical structure stone and invulnerability oh look at there you know it's like all these things kept happening like mysteriously you rolled a 99 and got that i'm a doctor and got six skill categories at the same time that you're a ninja weird how that ha you know it's like so that's why I like I like the rolling and rolling in front of the game master at the same time oh, yeah. as Heathen Dog said, yeah, if you've got a theme, go you know, you know your table may vary. Right. Like uh, when, when we when we finish the power categories and we look at the actual powers, I'm gonna I'm gonna you know give an example on okay, you roll, you know, you you choose one power and then you're gonna roll randomly for the rest, but if it can't be linked to that one power thematically. I might have you roll again. That's fine. But there's going to be some rolling. You're not going to be able to choose every single power you get. I, I don't like this comment. I, I mean, I like that Nerdy said it. It's just, it's because there's a chart there to say how familiar, how familiar you are with Earth. I could yeah. see that if somebody rolled the, I don't know anything about this place. Like, absolutely nothing. Like, you know, start, start trying to drink battery acid or something, you know, okay, fine. But if you roll anything beyond the, what, like, what was it? Um, on that chart for even well, you're looking that even with that in mind. If the if the character's got an intelligence higher than six, you know. Yeah, if you rolled a twenty-one or higher, then then you're you're not you know you know something about Earth. You know three languages. You know customs. You know laws. Yep. You know what's food and what's not food. You're fine. So you only have a twenty percent chance of of being this this kind of alien. Yeah. So, so I would say nerdy. Th those are bad players, and I'm sorry you had that experience. <laughs> Politically abrasive world. I am social justice man. No. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> or women. <laughs> <laughs> or it. <laughs> okay. Oh, I love our chat. Sometimes I can't stand superheroes here. I'm here for the company. Aw. Well, we appreciate you. And to be fair, Heathen Dog knows this. I'm not big into superheroes either. He's not. He is so uh, I played Heroes Unlimited because my friends played it and I like this. I like the Palladium system, but uh, yeah. And and to be fair, when I play, uh, what if I played in Heroes Unlimited? I played a hardware guy. So I had yep. all types of like I was a mechanical genius. Yep. Um, I played you an alien. Well, that was Champions. Oh, that was Champions. That was, That's yeah, right. That Champions was, Champ was a gun. Yeah. Uh, uh, I played an alien. But I think that lasted one session and I played a character from TMNT. So, uh, you know, that that's trying to think. I think that's uh, maybe I'm missing something. But anyway, uh, yeah, that so I'm with you on that. Uh, the other there's a couple things for Cosmo Knight here. Cosmo Knight is super, <laughs> super OP. Sonic Snowflake starts with pee pee. 
<laughs> Love it. Uh, yeah, we'll get to Cosmonite in here just a second because uh, I don't know what that is. What is that? What oh, is Cosmonite? That, that's in the. That's in the. Uh, uh, the, the, the oh, the, that's uh, in the Galaxy world. Guide. Oh, is it? No, it's, 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 it's in. It's in the Phase World book. Because I remember seeing that now. Um, because when I was doing my research for how I wanted to write my game, so I rip off predators on the cover. Cosmo knights are um, are made to fight starships, like like battleships. That's what they're made to fight. They're crazy powerful. See, I disagree with this. I I like the church because I like things. When I touch radiation and I become a superhero instead of die. I like I, I I want it to be random. Did I get spider powers or did I get uh did I get Hulk. Yeah, Hulk powers. I mean, what what did I get? I like the randomness. Now, now I do I do I hear what you're saying in terms of like with good creativity and a good game master who looks at the facts, are you just trying to crunch the numbers or are you making something interesting? I I can I hear what you're saying, but I I personally like the randomness. Just because, like, okay, I'm drinking it. What happens? Da, 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 da. Oh, you died. No, uh, you know, you came out like, oh, look, you've got a prehensile tail. Good for Aww. you. <laughs> I didn't want that. Uh, but uh, any word. All I got was uh, leukemia. <laughs> any word on the new Marvel superhero RPG coming out? I heard that there's one in the making, but uh, I don't, don't know, know where it stands. Be. I don't know what system it's going to use. The, the last one had cards. It was bad. I don't. I don't. I don't like. I don't like RPGs that have to have cards. I just don't. I'm. It, it, am I biased? Yeah. Yeah. I admit you know, it. I, look, I'm not a big superhero player. I'm just gonna keep saying that. But I like face rip system. Yeah, I actually good. liked it. I liked the way it worked. Uh, it's easy. It's good. Plus, you get to say like, "I have shift Y ability." <laughs> it's like, what? what does that even mean? I, I I like that concept though. I did. I like. Well, I'm poor. I'm excellent. I'm shift Z. You know, uh, I, I don't know. I just I thought it was interesting. I thought it. Yeah. So, all right. Um, there we go. I th I think uh, that's it. I think we're ready for Bionics next week. Uh, hopefully, mm -hmm. uh, Heathen Dog's ready for Bionics next week. I'm going to once again page through it through this book like I did before, and I'll have to note the differences. I'm not doing a side by side comparison. It's just I don't like to read PDFs. So I'm going to read it, read up on in here. And when I notice differences, I'm going to try to bring those differences up to you. So um, I right now, I would tell you, I think the second edition book is better, except for the cover. I think this cover is better. And I think that the alien art was better so far. But as far as the game goes, I like more options. I like the more options to be presented in the book. You're still always welcome to come up with your own. And so I would tell you that as of two, two sessions, the introduction and the alien i think the second edition book's better what, what, are, what are your thoughts yeah i'm gonna go with that too yeah and for for all the reasons you said it's a uh, it's it's not more fluff it's actually more good content oops got a space but whatever all right and so, john carter's uh, the best ip ever man there's lots of john carter fans lots of the 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 latest movie sucked it was bad it was bad but i understand the, the the books are awesome all right with that we didn't do it a single time see that's why we're not getting any subscribers that's it we didn't subscribe to aliens we didn't describe to yeah subscribe if you want more aliens no subscribe if you want bionics because that's next go. uh and of course let's see uh 
Check out our webpage. Buy our merch. And as always, this is how you run a great game, especially a superhero game. You can't be represented as a superhero. You don't have superpowers. Just saying. All right. Um, cool. All right. Believe it or I'm not. Take a minute. I, I was going to also. I'll take a minute after you come back. I'll talk about okay. this first. Okay. I don't normally do it, but uh, I worked for a couple hours this morning before uh, I came and uh, did the stream. So I drank a ton of water today. So I actually have to pee for once. Uh, so anyway, this week, I'm just going to show this off. Uh, I didn't was not expecting this. I thought I had all my because I'm not backing any more Kickstarters. I don't have the money for it. I don't know how or why I got. Oops, I just punched my mic. But I got a Cyber Frog thingy in. I'm not doing an unboxing video of it, uh, but I just wanted to show that uh, you know Ethan knows how knows how to do quality. So uh, nice box there, and it came with a whole bunch of don't break the covers, like a whole ton of comic books inside of it. Like there we go. Sign. Got a nice little 3D cover there. I think it's just Blood Honey. I have to look at it. I think it's just Blood Honey. The Ultimate Blood Honey, which I've already read. But uh, another one. This one's in white. See, again, you can see it's it's embossed. It's lifted off the page. The Art of John Malin, which I know a lot of people do. I, I Actually, the art's good. I just, John Malin, like, I don't care. Like when he's on the show, I'm like, I, I like Cecil better than John Malin. Hey, you know what? It's me. The art's good though. John Malin definitely does some good art. Uh, kind of putting it aside so it's not reflecting so much. Um, he just annoys me on the streams. <laughs> so there we go. Uh, I was trying to see. I guess did did John do the coloring also? And here we go. Got another one. This one's thicker. So I have to see what this is about. Or sorry, I'm trying to get the lights. There we go to not uh, reflect off. So chicken fry. See, this is uh, what is this? Drained, blood honey drained. So this might be alternate stories, which would be kind of cool. Oh, salamandroid! Look at that. That's actually a really good salamandroid. I like that image. I like that image. That blue contrasting with the silver and the yellow. I like that image. And finally, another cyber frog. That all came in a box that I wasn't even expecting. So one of the things about Ethan, Ethan knows how to do his uh, his Kickstarters. So what you do is you buy like the box set or whatever. Like, I want this. I want everything. And as he makes more money, he creates more products. Oh, there are also some, sorry, there are also some of his little cards in here as well, uh, trading cards. But uh, as he adds stuff, if you bought that one selection, he just keeps throwing it at you. All that stuff, like, oh, you pay, you paid the expensive price. It's usually not the most expensive, but it's like the it's kind of a break point. Oh, you paid the however much money for this. Well, you know what? I made a million dollars on this. I'm adding like ten more books and a bunch of cards and so much, so so forth. Here, you get that as well. He apparently on one of them he lost money. Like he offered so much stuff that uh, that he either broke even or I don't think he lost money, but you know he. But just like wow, uh, that actually ended up costing more than we thought because we just kept adding more and more stuff to it. So. Anyway, I was showing that off while Heathen Dog was doing his thing. I'll let Heathen Dog address chat. Oh, there's only a couple things in there. Uh, well, I now run to the little uh, Max Liao's room. The little Chancellor's room. Aw. Go ahead. All right, Shadow and Son. I love the movie. Well, you're, you're one of the few. But I realize that Disney intentionally made it bad on purpose. Why? 
why would you intentionally make a bad movie? I don't get it. I don't get it at all. That, that, that doesn't seem like a, a good business move. And Kevin wants to be social justice, man. Yeah. That, that'd be a fun campaign, wouldn't it? Captain Fecal beats the crap out of evil. Nice. Nice. It reminds me of the uh, Great Lakes Avengers in Marvel Comics. They were just awful. Disney went woke before is popular. Eh. Oh, they made it bad when they knew they had Star Wars. Still, why would you purposely make it bad? Un un unless they they decided, eh, we're not going to throw any, any more writers at it. We're going to take some writers away and put all the experienced writers on the Star Wars stuff, which didn't work, by the way. It didn't help. Didn't help at all. There's really bad movies. Oh, because they were afraid it would overshadow the Marvel movies. They didn't want to keep uh, paying the Burroughs Foundation. Okay. All right. Just still, you know, I mean, you don't, even, even if a movie's successful, you don't have to make a sequel. You don't have to. Just say, hey, we did it. There you go. They stopped funding it when they got Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I can see that. I can see that, you know, throw, throw all the, all the backbencher writers at it. And that, that's basically what happened. Does Disney hate money now? Well, actually, there there is a theory that uh, that Disney is uh, since since now Disney owns uh, um, what do you call it Blade and uh, Deadpool now that uh, they're going to start doing R rated superhero stuff. Like uh, like they're 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 coming out with another Blade movie that's got to be R rated because there's got to be a lot of blood. And uh, they're probably going to come out with another Deadpool, at least one more, I think. The Disney-friendly version? Yeah, did yeah, you did. see that a lot of investors went after, uh, what's his name? Not Iger, he's gone. Uh, the Chafik or whatever his guy, that whatever his name is. No. Uh, and basically said, stop, stop being woke. <laughs> like a bunch of investors said, stop putting politics before you know, the nonsense. Yeah, Disney, stop putting... Look, 8%. 8% of people are nonsense people. That's it. But it feels like 50% because we let them squeal. Stop yep. letting them squeal. In a nutshell, what makes Palladium a favorite system slash setting to you? For me, it's the, it's, the inter, it's the interchangeability of settings. It's easy to drag and drop in settings. In fact, you can take existing characters and move them to a completely different game setting if you want to change it up, but your players really like their characters, you can move them from riffs to Palladium Fantasy, vice versa. You can move them from uh, from uh, Ninjas and Super Spies over to Heroes Unlimited. You can do that, or vice versa. All of it is changeable. And you learn one system, and you can play in any era, any theme, any genre. You know, you, you could do that with a lot of other stuff too, like GURPS and heroes and, uh, or, or GURPS and, uh, the hero system, stuff like that. But those are a little more mechanically heavy games. Well, also like the, the settings themselves, 
Uh, it's not that GURPS not lacks pre-built, any, especially yeah. in GURPS. Yeah, un- right. unless un- unless you 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 buy all books, you have to make it yourself. You have to make the setting yourself, and then drop the character in. But with Palladium, what what Palladium does really well is settings. They do settings really, yes. really well. So you can drop a character into a, into a new setting and you'll feel like you're playing a different game. It's so well-rounded. It's it's so fleshed out. And I don't feel the interoperability as much as he does because I think that, you know, first of all, you need a conversion book and then the conversion book doesn't sometimes make sense. Like I've had people show me where it's actually better to make a character say in like, uh, Heroes Unlimited, then bring it over to Rifts or vice versa than it is to build it in its natural setting. Um, you know, that that's that's tweaks, that's or that's quibbles. That's not anything that's like major, like, oh my God, it's game breaking. Um, but I also don't think he thought the popularity of Rifts was going to be what it is back when he made mm-hmm. it was 1990 or whatever. So yeah. um, I, I have kind of the same feel. Like Palladium is not a go-to game for me. Not that I despise it or don't like it. It's just, it's not a go-to uh, generally speaking for me but uh I've, I've obviously played enough but it's the same reason as him it's like i do like the fact like okay have you played riffs yeah i played riffs great now you know how to play after the bomb just get rid of mega damage you know oh it's like uh i've never played uh, um like i played palladium fantasy but i haven't played anything else great do you remember that you roll percentile dice for skills and d20 to attack yep great you ready for heroes unlimited let's do it <laughs> you know yep, like uh, yeah, yeah. uh i mean for me, it, my go-to would be more Year Zero Engine now because I like the system better. But that isn't to take away from Palladium. We wouldn't be doing it if we didn't have some sort of love for it, you know. So, but uh, all right, um, yeah. So segment two, I'm debating which topic to do for segment two today. Because I don't know. Oh, jeez. You know, what? if I keep, I apparently can't hold dice anymore. That's segment two. Why can't Max hold dice? Let me see this. I want to see the message I sent you yesterday. Uh, da, 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 da. Do I want to cover this now? Okay, I'm gonna Remember, let. I'm, I'm hung over. I'm gonna let chat pick. You're hung over. So yeah, you know what? Let's look. Really bad. No, well, if it's really bad, we get views. So I kind of oh. like that. Uh, the only reason why the first topic is easy to just kind of push off except for it's a little bit timely and a lot of people have covered it already and i kind of feel if we push it off another week but the second one i think is more apropos for us so let's just do the second one so we got a we got a comment let's get segment two stuff up first segment two nope that's three All right, for segment two today, we're going to answer a chat uh, comment question that was uh, provided in the YouTubes. And I thought it was a really decent question. Something I was thinking about holding off on answering, but I think we'll answer it now because we uh, just got done talking about aliens in uh, Heroes Unlimited and we talk about mm-hmm. random charts and, and so forth. And the question goes like this. Sorry, I'm not putting it on the screen because I didn't prepare it for typing. But... Uh, so here's a discussion. It's from, uh, oh, I didn't get his name. It's like Patriotic Gestalt, I think his name was. Okay. Um, here's a discussion I would like to hear from you guys. How does rules, and I'm reading exactly as he typed it. How does rules and random mechanic express the setting? What makes them fun for you? Basically, if you're making your own RPG, what would you include into it and why? 
And maybe this could be discussed once Max finishes the RPG. Then it won't be answered for the, like 2027. So let's uh, we'll answer it now. Um, uh, so starting off, how how do rules and random mechanics express the setting? I'll let you go first. Well, I I don't like being random with the setting. I don't well, like it's that random mechanics express the setting. Oh, okay, okay. So if if you uh, if you want to make a a world with all random stuff, actually, we did that in uh in the Legion of Myth live stream uh, using GURPS. Uh, we uh, I uh, Gar Garthon, you know, made up a world, and you know we we, we use random rolls when we needed to, but when it said you have to choose, he chose, and it ended up being what was it a post apocalyptic, low magic, high psionic world. Yep. Uh, the the uh the 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 bad guy the the big bad of of the world was a was a wizard who was hoarding all the magic in this giant like dark crystal like thing and the whole thing the whole point was to uh was to defeat the dark wizard and release magic into the world to to make a utopia blah 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 stuff like that so if uh if if the if the game system allows uh random world creation that's fine it's not my go to thing though. I like the setting to be predetermined. And if, if it's not say, you know, if it's not already for you, like in Dragonlance, then it's your job as a game master to prep everything beforehand, to really flesh out your world beforehand and leave all the randomness to the individual player. I like that better than, than rolling up a, a random world. It it's, it's harder as a game master to work with because you literally couldn't plan anything. Gotcha. No, no, I just want to stay on the, the focus of his question here. Uh, how do rules and random mechanics express the setting? Um, well, I'll, I'll take over for a moment here. I think of the rules of a game as like the physics of the universe. So 9.81 meters per second squared in terms of terminal, uh, not terminal, uh, you know, the acceleration of gravity here on Earth might be a little different in your world. So in Shadowrun, you have, and I don't mean that number specifically, I'm talking conceptually. In Shadowrun, you've got, uh, you know, the dice pool system, which is a whole different field than just rolling a flat D20. Year Zero Engine uses also a dice pool d6 system but it uses it differently where sixes are successes so a one in six chance isn't a lot but you now don't you need a lot of successes to succeed just need one exactly right uh so so that's gonna uh, that's gonna uh, detail how how you play the character if you know that every time you roll you know okay um let's use castles and crusades for example target numbers are 12 Okay, I know somebody's going to get mad at me because I'm not going to put in the variables. Let's just use D&D as the example. Uh, you know, you, you're, you're, what do they call it to hit? No, it's not armor class anymore. It's, uh, it's your challenge rate, whatever the hell it is. Um, your target number to hit is a 20. But if you already got a plus 15 bonus, 75% chance of hitting. You know, you just don't roll one, two, three, or four. Um, you you kind of know what's going on as as you roll those dice. Now, Falling damage. If I fall from 100 feet in one game and I take a D6 damage, just a flat D6, well, that might kill me. I might have three hit points and I might be dead. Another game, okay, roll 3D6. Yeah, but I have 100 hit points. Who cares? 
you know it changes the physics of the game so now now that's that's the rule side of it now the random mechanics how it expresses setting all depends on how the randomness is set up depends how gonzo the world is because your random charts will tell you how gonzo the world is mm. you know when you when you roll out a central casting and come to find out that you can get an alien artifact in a fantasy game that gives you plus 10 to everything you know like you know, things can get uh, you know over uh, overpowered or you could find out that you come out of there like heathen dog with like 15 diseases and almost unplayable uh <laughs> you know God, uh, but what it does is it uh i don't, I don't want to say expresses the setting the random charts tells you what you can expect and to what level because i'm a firm believer in it's not what's possible because all things are possible in your noodle there's 70 some races in fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons now, probably 80 now. Everything's everything's possible with an imagination. That's the great thing about the imagination. Everything is possible. It's more about what's plausible and what's probable. And those random charts help determine that. If your yeah, random narrow, chart it narrows everything down. It it mm -hmm. it narrows and and gives your world focus. If you can't do it yourself, you use a random chart to narrow the focus of your world. To, so you know that not everything will fit anymore, but these things will. It makes it easier on the game master during play. It makes it easier for the characters when they're creating their character. They know their lane. This is your lane. You can be left of it, right of it, center, doesn't matter, but you can't go beyond the boundaries. Now, the, um, I don't know how much I agree with this. If you could, Let me read it in full. If you created the random charts to create the world, You'd have to do it several weeks ahead of time so the GM can work on how things will work based on the random rules. I agree well, with that. Well, stars without number and worlds without number might disagree with you on that. Well, hang on. Uh, Crafty had a thing about stars without problems with stars without number. GM is so much front-loaded work. Adam, that is true. With with stars without number and worlds without number, the 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 game master has to create a world, and a lot of times he'll have to create another one because they're going to leave that world and go to a different one. But, but but all that can be done, you're given such minimal information, but meaningful information that you can do it on the fly, unless you feel like you have to have every city or whatever, uh, you know, delved out. Okay, I went to a planet, it's a low technology planet with, with lizard people on it and a pre-industrial society, you know, what whatever, you know. It's like, okay, we already know what the planet is. Now I can, as the game master, describe it. Now, if you have to get more into the minutiae, which sometimes you will, I can understand that. I, I don't know. I, I think stars without number is kind of touted as one of those that we want to go to planet X over there. Ah, oh, crap. Hold on. Let me roll it up. And, you know, it doesn't take that long. And then well, from there, you just run with it. Well, the, the thing is, though, uh, if you're an experienced game master, yeah, you can. But if you're not, you need the time. Fair. No, no, I'm, really I'm not disagreeing in the fact that, that you never would front load it or you never would have to spend the time. I'm just saying I don't necessarily feel that you have to spend that time. Yeah, I get this. Um, but now let's uh, look at this. Powers should be random type power. Uh, powers should be a random type. Of, wait a minute. What, uh, did I miss? I... Weapons 1880s to 90s levels, mundane things, maybe higher tech level. Okay, I think I missed part of a conversation there. Yeah, but, I think that's... Um, a... So as far as, um, you know, back on the mechanics, I, using, I wanted to use powers as an example. I think powers, something that mutates you shouldn't be... I know it's going to happen. Even if you do it in a scientific sense, um, you can maybe increase those odds. 
But when you're talking like superhero stuff, I'm not talking like I want to give my baby blue eyes. I'm talking like I want my baby to be able to breathe fire. <laughs> like, like, you know, at, you know, there should be some sort of side effect. Risk reward. It's a game. Remember, it's a game first. So risk reward. Um, well, well sure. when, when we do get to mutants, there is a downside to being a mutant. Yep. There is. You, you get more powers than the other power categories, but you also get more detriment. Yes. You, you, you can end up looking like Nightcrawler, which is not fun. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm kind of hemming and hawing here because I want to make sure that I'm saying what I'm trying to say because this is like a little bit of a last second here. Well, I did put it out there. I didn't because I thought we were going to do the other topic. Um, I, I, I just, I think, and I think living with those choices makes characters more interesting. It just, I don't know. To me, it does. Like, because now I have to think about how I want to play this. I don't like... In a lot of games, I don't like going into the game knowing full well, this is what I built, this is my idea, this is everything. I like some of the, the world to surprise me. I was born, look, yes, I'm going to compare this to real life. Um, oh. You know, in real life, you were born, but you might have been an astronaut. Well, guess what? Neither of us are astronauts. I don't know if you wanted to be one, but I'm just saying, like, you know, life throws curveballs at you. I didn't want to work on my yard the last week. Yeah, life throws curveballs at you. So I wanted the mutation that would actually give me laser vision. Well, guess what I got? I got lasers instead focused into my eye because I can't see. There we go. Um, you know, it, so I, I like, you know, now how do you how do you compensate with that for your character? So. All right, I'm going to be back in just a minute. Sorry. It's OK. Uh, Shadow is but Nightcrawler had the best power ever. That That's what I'm talking about. In in, in Palladium, when, when we do get to the mutant power category, you'll see that. Uh, they get better powers, more of them, better choices, but you can end up looking like Nightcrawler and be a social pariah because of it. Could happen. Uh, you have to DM on the fly. It's not up to the DM railroad the players unless they want to be railroaded. Uh, I don't like letting players decide what's going on. Uh, that's not my thing. I mean, I, I, I give the illusion of free will in my games. I, uh, I don't know what precipitated it. I like players to have a say as long as it doesn't change the setting. See, uh, you know, I, what, what is it that's at the back uh, end of uh, first edition game first, campaign second, players third? I flipped that. I flipped the, the first two, campaign first. And what I mean, and let me rephrase that because uh, I did change the terms. I guess I agree with it. Like God, she's killing me. Uh, get, uh, game first, campaign second. But I, I believe setting first. Mm -hmm. The setting is related to the game rules, though. But sometimes you have to change a rule or two in order to uh, uh, enact your vision. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to throw my wife outside. I don't. We, um, we can't hear anything. I know so. I, you can't, but I can. It's like echoing through. Even these things, um, it's distracting me, and so I can't think of what I'm trying to say. Uh, the set, the setting comes first because the setting is going to kind of be those that randomness. It's going to be the uh, the it's going to be the rules for your version of the game. Let's put it that way. Um, as far, but you're using the core construct of the game. So if let's use your D and D as an example, D and D has the main classes: the fighter, the th the wizard, the thief, and and uh, the cleric, right? Um, let's say you want to add more, but you want to have it, you know, it's based on your societal. 
uh, your standing in society. So your social status is going to say, well, you can't be a paladin because you roll up poor social status. Well, that is going to be part of the uh, the mechanics that expresses the setting. Mm-hmm. You can't be a paladin or a knight. You have to be a straight up fighter, barbarian. Yep. Or you know, you, if if you if you're lucky, you can be a wizard, but you'll, you'll most likely be a thief. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, you may, maybe wizards have to come from high society as well. But uh, yeah. Anyway, let's let's move on. Unless you, unless you want to say more on that, let's move on to fun. the next one. Wonderful. Okay. So so what makes them fun for me? Oh, that's an easy one. I like the fact that I wasn't in full control. The world was in control. The setting was in some control. Now, if I roll up a character that's blind, can't walk, uh, you know, you know, is 400 pounds at, at four foot six, you know, I'm not going to want to play that character. So at some point, it just becomes a detriment. Right. But using the example of Twilight 2000, because I remember making a bunch of those characters in the early 90s, I love the fact that there's always that risk reward. Like, okay, okay, okay. I'm going to roll one more tour of duty and hopefully I don't lose an eye or an arm or, you know, have chronic pain. So a plus two to or minus two to attack everything, you know, like whatever, let's do it. Because that allowed me to make the choice. I could be a youngster with almost no skills, but pretty pristine character. Or I could be a grizzled veteran with the probability, the possibility of being the, a ton of skills, a ton of experience. I could come out there being Stallone or, or Schwarzenegger in the, the War Hero movie. Let's go, you know? Or I could have three You have no arm, no leg, yeah, yeah, uh, serious, right? serious TBIs, you know, stuff like that. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And you played the character. If you chose to roll one too many times, that's on you. And yes, even my game masters back then would be like, you're playing the character or don't play in my game because I'm not just going to let you roll this to min max it out. It's that risk reward. I like that. Like, I, I just, I don't know. I do. I, I like rolling the animal types for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You know, sometimes, yep. Ah, well, there we go. I rolled a, a what's, a, what's a horrible one to be? I can't think of one off the top of my head. Um, there you go. Well, you know, Aardvarks, <laughs> I got the tongue. Um, but uh, I can eat ants. Like, I don't know what an aardvark gets. I'm sure it's in there, though. But yeah, you get you roll an aardvark, and you're like, great, what do I do with this? But you're an aardvark. You still have your education. You still have the skills. You still, you just look like an aardvark. You, you know, get over it. Yeah, but he got to roll tigers, so he gets claws. Well, only if he pays the points for them. And in my TMNT games, I make you take no looks, full biped, full voice, and full um, full hands. Because otherwise, it causes problems. I've run games without those. First of all, why are you playing Team and T if you're not full looks? So go away. You're, or, or sorry, no looks. You're going no looks. Doesn't make sense. Just play Heroes Unlimited or some other game. You know, play Ninja Super Spies then. You know, if you want to look like a human. And the full the the biped because you can be partial for all these. The the partial speech, unless you can do this all the time. I am going to go over there. Then no, it's like, you're not going to role play that. So I'm not going to let you have that as a negative for points when you can't actually, you know, express that. And the, the people complain about, I get a minus two because I don't have full, uh, full hands. So I, you know, this is just guns, man. Like, well, you know what? I'm not having that argument. (laughs) So anyway, or without the full, uh, the full biped where it's like, I got to walk on all fours half the time. Yeah, you do. You know, it sucks to be you. Um, Steven Seagal. There you go. Steven Seagal. <laughs> there you go. And you could take Aikido if we add in uh, uh, 
Yeah, just in Super Spies. But uh, but I, I like that. I, I like the fact that uh, that you roll that and you're just like, okay, I want something good. I want something good. All right, I got an alligator. I can deal with that. At least I can clamp down on some things or something. You know, I can swim for you know pretty well. Because um, otherwise, everybody picks weasels or wolves because people just like, I want to be cool factor. I want to be a tiger or a wolf. You know, but uh, uh, weasels. Everybody picks the damn weasel because of the, all the bonuses. So I, I like the randomness. I think it adds to the character. Um, there we go. I'm I'm gonna shut up now and let him dog. No, that's fine. That's fine. I mean, uh, I I don't like playing anthropomorphic animals. Yeah, I, it's it's not. No, but I mean, thing. other games like look at Heroes Unlimited or look at any game with with random. Like, how do those random tables? Uh, what is it? What makes them fun for you? What is what makes the random table fun for you? I mean, there might be limitations to where that fun ends. You already kind of yeah. described that. Yeah, yeah, I did. I mean, uh, I I like some some randomness just to bring down the options because uh, when when you start your character, he could be anything, literally could be anything, and and sometimes you just get choice paralysis. You're like, I, I don't know where to go with this. These random tables can point you in a direction, give you an idea. It's like, oh, okay. No, no. How many I, times I have you done that? Yeah, like, I don't know what I want to be. Well, uh, odd, you get this, even you get that, and then you were like, I don't know. I still want the other. <laughs> I've done that before. But, but the thing is, though, most of the time after you roll stats, that's what gives you your idea. You're like, oh, okay, I got this, this, and this. I could do this, this, or this. So your 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 stats are the very first thing that that narrows down your options and points you in a direction, but. If you roll all 10s and 11s, you're like, crap, I still got no direction. <laughs> then then these random tables will come in handy, it, uh, even if it's just the, the, the power category. If you just roll randomly on power category, it's still, it still points you in a direction. Mm -hmm. So if, if you literally have no idea what you're doing, the random tables are a lifesaver. And sometimes that one random roll makes the rest of your character creation, even if you don't roll Just randomly, easier. Yeah. Yep. Like, oh, that seems interesting. I could try these things. You know, so, I mean, I just think that life is random. I mean, we're already rolling dice to do combat. Now, I know a lot of games, the dice are almost meaningless. Like, oh, I get a plus 15 to hit. Why are you even rolling? Like, just you hit. Um, you know, I, I know at some point, I, um, especially in third edition D&D, that, re that really was the case, at least in my experience. But, we're already rolling a lot of stuff randomly. Why not just add in the others? I know some people say, well, why then why should I have to roll even more random? Again, your it's, table it's may vary. It's the game master. Yeah. You know, how much, how much of the random rolls do you want to do? Just like this entire book so far has been either choose or roll. Mm -hmm. GM's discretion. GM's discretion. GM's discretion. So for me, what I would do as a GM, if you didn't know what you wanted, I would have you roll until you got an idea. And then if, if I'm cool with it, you choose the rest of your stuff. As long as you're not min-maxing or anything stupid like that, then, you know, oh, great. I, I, I rolled an alien. Oh, my God. I, there was this TV show I saw in the 80s where they had this, this alien who could do this. Like, okay. You yeah. know, if it's in the book, if, if, you, if, you can, if it's analogous to something that's in the book, fine. You know, and as long as it's not, like, so OP that it's, it's ridiculous, then, yeah, go for it. You know, it'll spark an idea in the player and the player will now know exactly where, where he wants to go. That Then the randomness is great. Just just like today when I rolled for the Aliens Unlimited, uh, or not Aliens, I'm sorry, the Alien care, alien Power category in Heroes Unlimited, what I get? I got a looks normal human, 
mm-hmm. uh, but uh, came from a brace of atmosphere. So I had leathery skin. I forget what else I rolled on top of it. But now all of a sudden, now I'm sort of like, okay, okay. Now you can um, picture it. Yeah. It's, it's, what if this character, oh, what did I roll for my powers? Your um, experiment. You're an experiment. Oh, so we'd have to wait for the experiment. Yeah. So yes. we don't know exactly yes, it, what they are. Exactly. And when we get to experiment, uh, the, the experimental power category, you'll see that there, there are some, you get to choose if you want it, if you want a super soldier route or a, or a powers route, super soldier route is much more defined. It's kind of like a formula, like, like, a you know, there, there is some randomness in the formula, but it's, it's got its lane. You know, you have limited invulnerability, you have superhuman strength or super, you know, like more than human strength. You have more than human SDC. You're faster, you're stronger, you know, you're, 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 you're Steve Rogers, give or take. Right. And, and then, then there's the random formula, the, 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 the mad scientist just like, yeah, I mixed up a bunch of crap and I'm going to inject it in your artery. Have fun. And then, you know, the, <laughs> hey, Cronenberg, the Morty. Route in there, you know? <laughs> What's that? So hey Cronenberg Morty. There you go. <laughs> so yeah, uh and then again, so like me, I'm sitting here going, oh, that random table sounds fun. <laughs> like it's just it is for me. Now it also depends on what the other players in the group are doing. It's not fun if you're the only random schmuck and everybody else picked their stuff and you're like, oh good, I can't compete because they all min-maxed, or they all went fire themes and I'm just walking around with somebody said, Yeah, I'm I'm a snake fighter. Like, how the hell do I do that? You know um yeah so i mean you've got to have some discussion at the table uh, mm-hmm. always game masters dungeon masters referees judges advocates etc cetera, etc cetera. always have characters players roll their characters create their characters together at the same time in front of you that is something that I, i've not always done but i will tell you everybody makes it and discusses them this is one of the things i love about the free league games or the year zero engine because a couple of parts of the character creation process require you to discuss with the other players what's going on now if you want some sort of i want to be super secret evil or i want to actually be an assassin part of the assassin's guild well later on take that to the game master on the side do your weird stuff whatever but characters should be created together around a table because then if everybody's going random, then everybody has fun seeing what that randomness is. Mm-hmm. If you're going partially random, or if all of a sudden, let's say four characters go random, <clears throat> but a theme comes up, mysteriously, every single character comes up with super strength. Well, the fifth person should just, hey, you got super strength too. Yeah. At, at some point, because it fits the theme. So you can use that randomness you know, to help make something a little more static as well. So. Anywho, um, anything we missed on that, you think? What makes them fun for us? So we've talked about how do rules and random mechanics express the setting? What makes them fun for you? And then lastly, if you're making an RPG, what would you include into it and why? And I'm just, we're going to stay on the topic because I think this is what's uh, the context. Stay on the topic of randomness. Like, What would you have random and what would you have static okay. or chosen? Uh- I would not have height, weight, birth order, anything like that. I wouldn't bother with randomness on that. That's just dumb. That's it. That 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 is something that after you make your character, the the player should be able to choose. You know, un- unless it's integral to the setting, like birth order is important. Whether you get to be a knight, 
a, a cleric depending on your birth order if 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 uh you know if uh you're you're playing in a uh in a high high fantasy domain feudal, type game feudal system and you 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 could be royal blood then it's important but unless it's important to the setting i'm not random i'm not letting people random roll that stuff that's just that's just weird you know be as tall as you want you know the how you think your character should look you should make your character look that way i'm there's no problem with that powers i think should be random light like uh uh the 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 way palladium does it in heroes unlimited is a random number of 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 powers of varying power category they have major and minor powers and when you roll powers you get so many major so many minor all major all minor no major no minor you know like like that that should be random but if you have a theme in mind if if you have a vision for your character you should be able to choose your powers within reason sure you know like like go ahead and choose through the book like like we want to be a whole bunch of snake aliens well then you would have snake like powers okay if, if if it's a snake theme pick a power as a snake thing like like scales natural armor class or natural armor rating sounds good uh so well, here, here's a group theme. A group theme yeah. could be like we want to be each of the elements. So heathen dogs fire. I'm water. Gaston's yeah. air. You know, you you could and do our something powers with... combined to, to to form you know Captain Gamebreaker. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you could do that if you want to do that. You know, like yeah. like like the whole Voltron. You 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 want to you want to be Voltron. Well, Heroes Unlimited can do that. You know, you're you're what one of you is a hardware um, mechanical genius, and the others are pilots. And uh, you you have you have these special vehicles, and when they're all together for a certain amount of time, you can form Voltron. Okay, fine. Yeah, but I want to be lions. I want to be the vehicle one. So we need seven. No, no one wants. Shut up. (laughs) Shut up with that vehicle crap. That was the. It was a better series. It was. It's worthless. It's like it's like eighty-seven vehicles. To, <laughs> yeah, to form that part was worthless. No, hey, but much. but they could combine into the three bigger vehicles and then into the bigger bigger. <laughs> yeah, it, it was. It was too. It was too lame. I I couldn't handle it. Couldn't yeah. handle it. I I like the overall arc of the story better than the lion one. But yeah, like it, it was vehicles like form super vehicle then super double vehicle and then whatever it was called double super seeker probation vehicle like whatever yeah, come on come on it gets weird <laughs> but yeah uh uh the, the 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 randomness for the for the number and and category of power i like but once that's done i think the player will be more invested in their superhero if they get to choose their powers from then on yeah, so uh, Shadow and Sun said something earlier where he doesn't want uh, people play character, uh, d- doesn't want the player to play a character you might hate. Um, depends on what you're playing. I mean, if you're playing Dungeons and Dragons, I mean, there's not a lot of randomness other than your attributes in there. But if you yeah. bitch about your attributes, I don't care. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, unless you're rolling like all sixes or something, I mean, then you just know, okay, that start over. But I only, my highest stat is a 14. Too bad. Your highest that's, stat is a 14. Your highest stat is a 14. If you put that in decks, that's a plus one armor class. What what do you got? There you go. Man? Come on. Or if you guess what? You can play a fighter. You can actually play a wizard and still cast up like fourth to fifth level spells. By that point, you may find some magic items that increase your intelligence. So I think that the the, the character thing's a cop out. Um, but but there's some truth to that in the fact of like, you know, if the player in your game wants to play an elf, 
Why would you say no? Unless there are no elves in your setting. In your that world, would be... exactly. Yeah. yeah. If there are no elves in your world, then sorry, buddy, you gotta play something else. But if there are elves in the world and he wants to play an elf, don't random roll that. Let him play an elf, you know, whatever. Let him play the elf. Let him play a dwarf. It's fine. I thought they're ferrets. They're the Gotron ferrets. <laughs> Gotron. Or were they weasels? I forget. Were they weasels or ferrets? Yeah, season five sucked. Um, so does season four. But uh <laughs> Uh, it's, it's, it depends on the get now in a superhero game going back to that or in, or in a game where the world is chaos magic or even post-apocalyptic anytime you talk mutants experiments um, radiation I don't know like when you talk all these things the more randomness the better yeah uh, as, as and then ultimately if a character wants to come in like I will only play Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles if I'm a turtle well you're weird. No, like I mean, I do. I necessarily have a problem with that. No, if you really want to play name. a turtle, I mean, come on. You, yeah, how, how are you, you going to say no? It's in the name because you're not supposed to be the turtles. You can be a turtle, well, but you're not the turtles. Well, no, um, you're not the turtle, but yeah. I mean, and there are other animals there. I'm not saying you can't do it, but it's like I need to know more. Like, well, I I have to be one of the turtles. Like, no, you can't be one of the turtles. That's not what the game's about. You, the turtles are in canon. The tur the turtles are doing what turtles do you're doing something else um i will only play bunnies i never play anything that's not a bunny well then go play the fought in battle lords and uh heathen dog oh, will kill God, you please don't <laughs> uh but i mean if you really have your heart set on something like that that's fine i just think to me you're just kind of you know, you're taking away some of the fun of the game like well i just can't get into playing a monkey even I could play a monkey and I hate monkeys. I just would see myself as a character, you know? I just happen to wear monkey skin because that's kind of what you're doing in TMNT. In, in uh, what's, what's the Freely game? Uh, Mutant Gen Lab Alpha. You're actually more of an animal in Mutant Gen Lab Alpha than you are in TMNT. You're really just, in TMNT or After the Bomb, you're really just wearing the skin suit. That's okay because that's what the game is developed around. So, all right. Um... I think that's all uh all we need to say on that. Uh yeah, that that was it of the questions like uh, you know where where would I limit it? For me the limitation comes in if there if there's a static necessity for the game. As in I want to play a cleric and there's nothing that that should prevent you from playing the cleric, then I don't believe in that being a random rule. Hold on. I hope I get cleric, you know, you know. Um I mean, like Paladin, for example, already has the 17 charisma requirement. Now, if you let me let me flip the script. Battletech. I was talking with this, uh, I think it was DM James or, or one of those guys, maybe it's Chimerion, about Battletech. You want to have the Grasshopper in your game. Everybody knows the Grasshopper's OP because it's like the only mech in the technical readout that's actually built effectively. Like, like every other mech isn't built effectively. That one is. So everybody wants to be a grasshopper. Well, guess what? In the Mer the first edition Mercenaries Handbook, you have to roll a 10 or better in order to pilot that on 2d6. Or the grasshopper is just too rare. So good luck. Um, that's where random, because it fits the setting. Now, it's a four letter to pilot a locust, or to get a locust, I think. I think it's a four or better or a stinger. Because those are common mechs. If you're playing where you have these... these uh, uh, these rare this necessity for rarity or necessity for difference then you have a random role if it's just a choice because we need a cleric a fighter a mage a thief whatever don't roll for that so hopefully that makes sense
anything uh oh here you go yeah gamble world's a perfect example of that i mean that's basically D D rules with you know in a in a post-apocalyptic science fiction setting yeah you are gonna have some crazy mutation i don't know oh, dcc doesn't D, yeah dcc does that a lot you cast your wizard spell and you you're oh, not yeah. the magic yeah, goes awry yeah. i yeah, love old, that like old old wizards are just nasty they're all like, messed up like uh oh i didn't roll well what happens oh you now have uh talons and you can't clip your fingernails you know or something weird like that you're like oh crap you know you turn into a sith lord i mean you know yeah. just you constantly bleed out of your ears every time you sneeze damn it <laughs> uh, all right um with that i think uh yeah mcc i like mc i like mcc better than dcc but that's a personal preference because i just i don't like gonzo in my fantasy but i do like it in my post-apocalyptic and you can play a tree all right, anything else for segment two? It doesn't look like it. Uh, I just want to put that out there. Yeah, today's going to be probably a shorter episode because of the fact that, you know, Ethan Dog's got feelings and I've got yard work. <laughs> got bad feelings. Yeah, bad feelings. So, all right. Uh, again, we forgot to put it up, but we'll do it now. Boop. Please like, subscribe, and share. If you have ideas about random charts, if you think they're really horrible or really lovely, go ahead and post that in the comments. We'd like to hear from you. Um, in fact, this whole this whole segment was based on a comment that we received uh, on I think on our last episode or the one before. Hmm. Yeah, generally, I am a proponent if they make sense of random charts. I like random charts. I I like random charts up to a point. Up to a point is different for each character, each player, because each setting each game. <laughs> well, yeah, the thing is, uh, you when, when you reach the point when when the player as has the aha moment. And then let the player go down down the path that that they now have have been shown, as as long as they don't try and break their their creation process to make an OP character. That's when you got to step in and keep them keep them in line. But other than that, let them go. And let and there's a balance choose. between letting a player play the character that he or she wants and letting and saying the world has some say. I don't believe in screwing over the players like you can't play anything close to what you want. No no no. But I also think that players, it's a point. Player, your backstory means this much. Okay? It means that much. Zero. And that's something we could talk about later, uh, next week. <laughs> Crafty found a tweet that was just fabulous. Um, but uh, your backstory needs to fit the setting, not the other way around. Mm. So once the character is created with all of its quirky randomness, well, I don't like this. I don't care. Don't sit at my damn table then. If you're really that much, I can only play this one way. I can only do this one thing. I will only do what's in my imagination. No, no, there's, there's give and take in there. And some of the randomness, like heathen dogs got a good balance. I don't necessarily do it this way myself, but it's a really good balance. Roll for some, pick some others and move forward. You know, uh, you know it's not all about- You'll just, not get everything you want, but it'll be close enough to where you'll be like, I can do this. But that doesn't meet my vision because my vision only works if I have this and this and this other one. So I have to have those three. Well, then you go ahead and take your vision to another table. There, exactly. See, see if it gets clearer then. Because it's not going to be very clear at my table. All right, let's move quickly into segment three. If you want to join us, you can do so. You'd be a follower, subscriber. Hit the one topic or anecdote and watch the language. Don't go there. 
Yeah, come in somewhat prepared. Know what you want to say. We're going to be kind of quick today. We're going to be a little Russian. Not the Ruski style Russian. So let me I get put the, the link in chat. Oh, you did? Already good. Uh, so we got the link out there ready to go. And boop. Still signal. All hey, right. Who'd have thought? All right, Marhawk, what Whoa, you got? What, what is that? Is that vomit? Oh, sorry. I forgot to uh, put the... Uh, uh, Hold on a sec. I'll um, exit and re-enter. Okay. Or you could just talk. We can hear you. Oh, wait, hold on. Uh, stop. Okay. He's still down there. Yeah, he's still <laughs> down there. There he is. Okay. okay. There we go. There uh, we go. I, I just am not using the camera and have a uh, lens covering on it. That's oh, fine. Okay. What you were sequencing inside the lens cover. Oh, okay. All right, so what, what's your topic? What, what do you got to say? Um, one of the things that uh, I've noticed with this sort of thing is that uh, people like to like see the whole like rolling random stuff as being like the opposite of creativity. But in many cases, it can be, you know, like uh, fill in the blanks. It's like you've come, you come up with a character idea and the game system requires you to uh, have a day job for that character and you as the person making the character just don't have a good idea so you do, do a random dice roll to to pick a, a day job i'm a yeah, car well, mechanic right yeah the, but yeah and, and you are right uh the the random rolls actually foster creativity in gameplay not in character creation but in gameplay because now you have to play these random things it's it's like it's like now you have to be an improv master a little bit un until you get your feet while playing the character a few sessions and then you'll you'll have it down but it's 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 an it's an adventure not just at the table but also in your head when when you when you're trying to properly role play this this character that was randomly generated and and, and with um you know like starting off with a random role for stats you're like okay so what kind of character am i going to make using these stats Right. That that is the that is the the first focusing factor in almost any game is that 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 has random rolled stats. I mean, un, un, unless right you, I mean, unless remember, it's a, it's a game, game first. Like that, yeah. that's got to be part of it. I mean, uh, for party composition purposes, you might want to bypass that. But, you know, you can do the random dice roll and they just move the numbers around to uh, fit. Right. Like if you have decided you need a cleric because no one else in your party has healing or something like that. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, that, that, that is problems that I've seen happen. Not a lot, because if you have, you know, four or five people, at least at the table, you're probably going to roll. You're probably going to, someone's going to roll, a, a a character stats that can be a cleric. Right. But it's happened to where no one has. No one meets the minimum requirement because they're going in order, top to bottom. That's when you have to well, allow some people to move some stuff around. I think there's some necessity to that too. Not not complete necessity. When you're talking, like, look, you're making a wizard where all you need is an intelligence of nine. Fine. But when you have paladins, you didn't roll a 17 charisma. No. They're supposed to be rare. They're not supposed to be a paladin. supposed to be a paladin in every group. Paladins are rare. So, uh, I, I mean, I like, I don't want to say I like rolling in order, but you at least actually have to get the 17, if nothing else. Okay. All right. Fair. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, uh, I, I, I would do that too. I mean, roll your stats, put them where you want, unless, you know, you, you rolling more or less dice than other people, 
you know, like, like if you're, if you're a different, like if you're a dwarf or a, or a whatever, and you, you get, uh, 4d6 instead of 3d6 or 2d6 instead of 3d6, then those stats have to stay there because then you wouldn't be playing your, your race if you could move those around. But, uh, you know, uh, the, the, the very first thing that limits you is, is what you roll. And, and if no one rolls enough, I would, I would allow fudging, you know, like no, at for, for some reason, there's four people at the table and we all got a strength of eight or less. <laughs> Literally, no one can be a fighter. Uh, what do we do? Okay. One of you, who, who really wants to be the fighter? Okay. Move these two stats around. You can be a fighter. Yeah, I, I generally allow a sign as desired. What I don't allow is uh, reroll. Mm. Like, you're keeping what you want and depending on the stats now if you've got a couple really high ones i got a 16 and a 17 well, that's great but i also have this four and this five or, or something like that you like a couple of extremes which is very rare in my rolling method but if they were to happen i let you do the pay two for one so you can drop one attribute by two to get an attribute uh increased by one uh so I, some some games will actually have like what they refer to as the um expedited uh character stat generation system where you do a you do a random roll, but and it's and it gives you all six, yeah. I, no, well, no, it's giving you a uh, you're rolling a one d twenty, and it uh, uh, gives you a, a stat block off of a chart. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what I'm saying. It gives you your six. I've I've seen that before. I mean that that works for some. I I that's too close to point by for me. Um, well, in terms well, the, of like, it gets rid of some of the randomness. Look, you might have been born with a three dexterity. You trip over everything. Deal with it. Well, I mean, like with with that particular game, though, is that none of them had any uh, stats that were like terrible. But you know, one one of them might have like a strength of eight and a uh, uh, dex of sixteen or something like that. And, and then a different one has like the opposite. So none none of them is actually good at everything because they're actually all, I actually mathed them to that that each of that this particular game is like the three D six thing, but each each of the stat blocks actually had a stat total of sixty nine, which is actually only a little bit above average. Fair. It ends up uh, being a little bit above average if you use that method, and that some people like that. You know, like this is this is better than than most of the rolls I'm going to make, so I'll just use the stat block. I okay. saw one similar to that where uh, you, you rolled. Uh, I, I don't think it was D twenty. Well, it might have been whatever. You rolled percentile dice or D twenty. But it was said right at the beginning, you will not get above X number, like a fourteen or whatever. You won't get. But you won't get. An, you won't get, get below. An eight. Yeah. Say an eight. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what it was between now. So you'll have you'll have Bible sets. Oh, I, it wasn't a, it wasn't like a D and D style game. It was something else. I forget. But anyway, so you're not going to get the maximum. Maybe it was actually stars without number. I, I can't remember. But uh, you're not going to get the maximum plus two or plus three that you could potentially get if you were like, all right, let's let's hope for the best. But you're also not going to get the minus two, minus three. You'll just get a, at most a plus one or a minus one and most of them in the middle. So I've seen that as well. So it's like, you know, kind of risk reward there. It's like, do you want to be more average, which I'm for? Uh, or do you oh, want to... Uh... Stop breathing in the mic. Hmm. Weird. Okay. I think that the game system that I was talking about was basic fantasy. I think. Anyways, I'm... Uh, and uh, one of the things with that one, though, is that it, uh, the, the uh, stat blocks in it tended to have a lot of extremes. Some of them were 
mediocre across the board, but one of them actually has like a charisma of 18. Obviously, because the fact that it has the same total a number of stat points as the other stat blocks, there's other things in that one that are bad. But, you know. Horrible. It, but it's, it's like one of those things, it's like, this stat block is good at X, this stat block is good at Y, and none of them is universally competent. Well, what do you consider competent? Because one of the things I think that's a misnomer is that people are like, oh, I got a three, I can't play. No, it just means you have a penalty. That's mm. all it means. Like, you, still you, can, you can still play, you can still, that, that, it's like uh, Warriors. Warriors in second edition AD&D. Well, I can't use an axe. I'm only proficient with a sword. Dude, you only get a minus two. That's nothing at your level. Like, who cares? Use the stupid axe. Like, oh, I don't, I don't know how I'm going to hit anything. Okay, I rolled a, I rolled a six on a D20. I, did I hit? Yes. Oh, that still sucks, you know? <laughs> like, stop it. Like, everybody uh, just wants the, 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 the highest numbers. Like, you can play all of these classes. Guess what you do if you're a wizard who can only cast up to fifth-level spells? You get up to that point, and then you do a class into something else. Well, with, with the basic fantasy one, I don't think any of the uh, pre-gen stat blocks had a negative. But, you know, it's like one of them would have, like, a plus one index. Another one Great. Might have a plus That's two a plus index. one. That's a bonus. That's, like, zero but isn't a penalty. <laughs> the, 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 the reason I was saying they're not universally competent is that since they only have 69 points of stats spread around, you have, you know, a, a, you, you either have a plus to dex or a plus to wisdom. You're probably not going to get both. <laughs> Yeah. Why would you have a plus to dex or a plus to wisdom? <laughs> like, I mean, I'm I'm even talking game mechanically here. Clerics don't need dex. I know, I know, I know. It's just yeah. You, so I, there it I, is. I, I wish that that's what I was saying about not universally yeah. competent. Is that some of your stats are good, some of your stats are, are mediocre. Not all of them are good. <laughs> yeah, but when I oh, hear no, you say that, okay, yeah, you yeah, competent and extraordinary. I I I think is what we're missing here. Like, yeah, uh, oh, okay. if yeah. you get a bonus. That's an extraordinary stat. Yes. If you get a bonus that, especially in Palladium, but I'm even moving to any other game. If you get a bonus for a stat, that is an extraordinary stat. A, a, a bonus is a is not just above average; it is it is close to to the pinnacle, you know, of 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 uh, of, of what of what you're going to get. So you know, having all tens and an eighteen, you're you're doing great. Mm. You're doing great. Having all tens and two sixteens, you're phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So I'll I'll take that any day, any day of the week. You know, that's that's fine. But uh, I I need I need all this. Oh, I need all these bonuses. I need them. No, no, you don't. No bonuses are extraordinary. That's, abs- that's a average. Crutch. People have done amazing things. Yes. Well, uh, uh, another thing with uh, randomness, though, is like uh, trying to decide your character's backstory and the, the life path things. So some of the games have for randomness, which is technically optional. You don't even you, you can do some of them or all of them or none of them. And but, mm-hmm. you know, it, it helps with coming up with ideas uh, for what you want the character to be. Oh, and on another example, actually, Darth, Darth. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, instead of finding a magic item to increase your relevant stat, you can just use aging rules. First yeah, and second true. edition ADD had aging rules. The older you get, you get more, you get smarter, you get wiser, but you also get weaker. I'll be back in 20 years when I age up. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, it, a, a, a wizard who has uh, an intelligence of 14 maybe maybe maxed out at his possible spell casting level at age 20. But when he reaches age 40, he gets a plus one intelligence. When he reaches age 60, he gets another plus intelligence. So he's getting smarter and then he'll be able to cast more spells. But the opposite for the fighter, as the fighter ages, he's got to overcome these new handicaps of, oh God, I blew out, I blew out my tendons in my twenties and now I'm starting to feel it, you know, yeah. or, you I'm know, just I got to retire the character. I don't have all the maximum bonuses that I could possibly get. So I'm going to retire the character. I don't get that, that, that mentality. Hey, you with know, players. But, but the thing is though, of a, a fighter, I get retirement. I really do. Because there is, you know, at, at some point you're at Murtaugh level, you know, you're just too old for this shit. All right, no, just, no, I, I believe in that, but I'm just saying yeah. because the rationale for it is like, well, I lost plus one, so you know that just makes me worthless. Like, what's no, one no, it, it, that's five percent. Like, yeah, it, it it doesn't. But you know, we, you don't you don't want to be a 60, 60 year old you know frontline combatant. You don't want that. You know, you you're you're now at the I'm gonna I'm gonna retire and train folk stage, and you make a new character. I'm cool with that. Anyone who anyone who wants to age themselves out, I'm cool with that. That's fine. Yeah. Wizards and clerics, they're the other way. They get better with age. So, so uh, Mr. Max Bavon here says uh, aging rules are not realistic. People don't get smarter as they grow older; they get dumber. Uh, while technically true in a scientific sense, the point of it is to represent your education, yeah, your education, overall experience in the world, experience. Yeah, you know, well, you know, uh, not uh, knowledge of the world has has increased as you've traveled it. You know, you, you have, you have more, more, uh, memories to, to, uh, come up with different conclusions, anecdotal right. stories and you yeah. know, so on and so forth. Yeah. Like well, you know, I mean, it's, it's a work smarter, not harder thing. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. you learn how to work smarter, not harder. You know, you, you can do more with what you have that that's what it represents. It's not, you're not actually getting smarter. It's just that you have a wider breadth of experience to draw conclusions from. Therefore you have a better chance of coming with a better conclusion. That's right. it. So, I mean, I, I don't think if, like Palladium tries to do a direct IQ to number. I don't think D&D &D does that other than no. maybe, maybe it does. I, I can't remember. No, but no, the, it, it doesn't. It doesn't. It's it's completely abstract. But but uh, but Palladium does. If you have a 10, I, if you have a 10 IQ stat, you have 100 IQ. You know, if you have a 12 IQ stat, you have 120 IQ. That that's how it works. I mean, the 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 smartest printed character I've ever seen had an IQ of 30 and that was in Robotech. I, the doctor forget his name. He, he, uh, he, 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 he learned how to use protoculture to, to power mechs. He was actually exposed to, to pure protoculture energy, which is why he got blue eyes or white eyes or some, uh, some kind of weird eye mm. thing and an IQ of 30. Did he start looking like an invid? No, no, he didn't. Thankfully. Oh. No. Yeah. He, he was okay. He was okay. All right. With that, it uh, doesn't seem that anybody else wants to pop in, but I think, uh, thank you. Thank you very much, Mark Hockman. All righty. Well, see you, have you a guys good later. Have a good one. Later. All right. So thank you, Mark Hockman, for being here. Remember, guys, radio call-in show. <laughs> this isn't Friday Chill Stream. So, uh, but uh, nobody else wanted to pop in. So I think we end it today. We end kind of kind of early for us, uh, but, you know, I'm okay with that because I have to, handle all this stuff and then try to see if I can sneak in another hour of yard work. Yay. And now I can take more ibuprofen. And now you can take more ibuprofen. <laughs> I told you, you know, 
just drink alcohol cures a hangover no no <laughs> okay if uh, uh psa for everyone out there if you go to a liquor store and and you you see this really really dark rum and it's called kraken don't not even once it's cracking his skull it's it's cracking my skull man don't do it <laughs> I want to thank all of our monetary backers, our cheers, and our subscribers. We did get a subscription to well, a, a member. I keep, you know, got to say it right. It's on the YouTube side. So thank you very much for that membership. Want to back us? You can see all the lovely places there that you can back us. Want to thank all of our followers and subscribers. It was a good moving chat today. I did notice that we took a big hit in viewers a little bit ago, and, and I found out why. So, okay. Uh, why? I, I can play that game, too. I'll, I'll tell you after the stream. Okay um so but uh thank you for the people who did hang out here with us and mr max for coming in right at the end and calling me old good job thanks thanks for that <laughs> so but i uh, hope everybody has a wonderful day I want to thank uh chatters lurkers and of course if you want to give money to us give it to the wounded warrior project you can pause it or the link is below somewhere at some point in time in the future and you can watch our videos at all these fine yes i don't respond to you as well on rumble and odyssey as i probably should actually to be fair i haven't responded to people on youtube either but uh, i will get to those just just bear with me i got some real life things going on and then you know what the more you use uh more people in general use a uh a, a site the more i will use the site so so if everybody's giving me comments on odyssey guess where i'm gonna do all my replies odyssey and you can check out the website discord come come check out the we're, our discord's growing so thank you for that and uh of course you can buy our merch at the red bubble store you can see it there legion tech of tech myth dot and uh buy all types of stuff and uh haven't heard it recently but in the past we're like oh i see your shirts like no no no. we have t-shirt pretty much everything can be a t-shirt a sticker a hoodie a hat well oh. not so many of the hats what's up a mug mug we got all types of mugs a duvet a tapestry <laughs> like the one behind me yeah like the one behind heathen dog there uh they, they can't see right now but they saw throughout no. the rest of the stream yeah. but uh yeah so uh check that out and uh you can show off legion by, by the way while i've been doing yard work i was i've been wearing some of the legion of myth shirts uh yesterday i was wearing mockeries not hate and i actually went shopping with it too and had uh good conversations with people kind of like babalamistan sometimes nice. but uh uh and of course if you're playing your games hashtag rpgate escapism not representation entertainment over activism and organic diversity from natural inclusion play games have fun stop with all the twitter nonsense in fact burn twitter burn twitter to the ground if somebody tweets something stupid to you because you're on twitter burn it to the ground because those people are weird and shouldn't be listened to ever uh, all right with that uh i will Bring up this little thing here, and I will let Heathen Dog have his final words. I have of wisdom. no words of wisdom. I yes, just you want do. To go right now. One, one more time. One more time. Don't drink what? Kraken. Not even once. Stay away.